0: And they're off. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, check, Nick check, just check, literally check, cracked check. a shot. He, he, but impressive. he has a, appropriate sound effects for cracking the shot. That's good. And then we'll do the... Check. That one makes no... It's the line of Google. It just doesn't make a post. Uh, so, yeah. Cleveland Moto Podcast. We're fresh back from the Isle of Man. And uh, we'll be talking about that. A big group tonight to my left is... Nick DeVito. And... Oscar. And... Michael. And... Gavin and Rosman. And... Sleepy Sidge. <laughs> And birthday boy? Chris Smith. Yay. How old are you now? 63. 63 years old. All right. Well
1: done. I should be 65, but
2: I was sick for two years.
0: (laughs) Those (laughs) don't count. (laughs) Yes. And your humble or not so humble narrator in this point, uh, Phil Waters, because fuck that. We went to the Isle of Man, bitches. Uh, (laughs) That is a lifetime thing. I mean, that is a bucket list if ever there was a bucket list item. And uh, just just so we get it out of the way right now. Oscar and I went to the Isle of Man, yeah. and we're not gay. We did not become gay while we were at the Isle of Man. <laughs> oh, really? Thankfully. We, I know there's a lot of um, questions about that. Apparently, we you put, put those to rest. Our roommate, uh, <laughs> the guy that we... Oh, so you, now you're bringing a roommate. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, geez. Who is gay? Our yeah, housemate. Oh, no. He is the exact polar opposite of gay. Oh. He's the least gay thing on the planet. Mm. In fact, he is fighting strongly for the anti-gay agenda. <laughs> um, he's one of those guys who likes to shoot big animals. Oh. Big animals.
3: There's compensation for his... I don't uh, know, I'm just saying, the dude shoots mom. big animals. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. I like guns. I like guns a lot. This guy makes me look like... A, a, really? a, my, I, like I have a mild curiosity. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is the guy that's like... He doesn't just make bullets. He's got five different machines for making bullets. When he goes to work... There's machines at his house making bullets. <laughs> he's a bullet farmer, like straight up, man. Yeah.
3: This is your rifle. This is your gun. <laughs> so what you're saying is you need to post a really good review saying that he'd be very open for other b and celebrating Pride for the weekend. Uh, yes, I believe right. so. Right. Yeah. Uh, but he works wow.
0: in the he works in the petrochemicals industry, so he's a lot of fun to talk to about gasoline and ethanol and everything else. I learned mm. a lot from him about that. I mean, just you know, for what it's worth. He's in that industry where they work for like a month and then they do it they, they come in from the, the oil fields and then they have a couple of months off. Oh mm-hmm. you know, You're so they're working every single day for a month.
3: Is it usual that the people that are renting you the house stay at the house too? No. He just happened to be there?
0: No, no, no. Well well I'll break that down for you. So okay. this house came from bookings.com, which is one of the ways that you can rent a house on the Isle of Man. You normally have to book it a couple of years in advance. We got very, very lucky, booking it in October, to find a house, all to ourselves, available for the whole two weeks of the event. And the homeowner, the the guy who owns the house, has another house up in, uh, he was in Kirk Michael, wasn't he, or was he in Peel? I can't recall where uh, Um, Barry was from. But he had a a whole other home. Somewhere close to Kirk Kirk. Michael. So he had a whole other home. 15, 20 miles away from where we are. Keep in mind, this island might be top to bottom 25 miles. Okay, 30 miles. Um, the road racing course is 38 miles, 37.7 miles. And that is a big triangle over the the, the whole island. 37
4: uh, kilometers, 23 miles. That's exactly. The loop.
0: The loop? Yeah. Uh,
4: 37.7 30, 37.7 miles. No, kilometers.
0: Uh, I'll double check. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I I could be wrong, but anyway, we're going to go back. Uh, So our (coughs) landlord, the the guy who owns the house, now we had kind of put the calling out looking for a housemate so that Oscar and I didn't have to bear the full brunt of $700 a night. Mm -hmm. And we did find uh, one person through uh, a YouTuber who runs a video channel called The Unrestricted Isle. I recommend you check it out. He runs a Kawasaki around the mountain, um, part of going to work in the morning. Mm -hmm. So like you and I might go down I-90... He goes around the fucking Isle of Man.
5: That's pretty awesome.
0: That's pretty cool. That's and he makes some really great videos. A young guy shoots really cool videos about living on the island, riding on the island, and everything else.
2: Uh,
0: so, super duper nice guy. And uh, he introduced us to our housemate, Dave. So, Dave came on, uh, he rented a motorcycle Sorry. well mm-hmm. in advance of the event, mm-hmm. but he had no housing. Mm-hmm. Priorities, priorities, priorities. (laughs) So there are plenty of places you can sleep in a tent on the island. However. You were saying they weren't that
3: hot, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Well, the the tenting is what they call glamping. uh, And it is a tent. Whatever, however they want to tart that up. uh, When you experience what was described to us as the rainiest Isle of Man in 30 years. Glamping is not glamping. There's nothing glamorous about being in a tent. We were very happy to have a roof over our heads.
3: It seemed cold, too, from the pictures. It was, it was. cold. Yeah, yeah it yeah. was cold. At night, it was 50s, like 40, 40s, yeah, 44
0: yeah. degrees. That's yeah. Washing, man. Yeah, so it was really, um, it was described to us as last year being the best Isle of Man ever. The best weather, the best racing, the best everything. Wow. So sad you missed it. <laughs> <laughs> and nice, thanks. everyone says that as a result of last year being so good, mm. um, yeah. on the Isle of Man, nobody mentions God. It's all the fairies. Mm. Mm-hmm. The fairies control everything. Mm-hmm. The weather, taxation, the bus schedule, it's the fairies. And they're not fucking around. I mean, there's a very strong like druid mentality to this island. Okay. Yeah. And it goes back to the symbol for the Isle of Man, and I believe I had one roaming around here somewhere. Yeah. But the symbol is that on the door it's three it's called a triskela. Or a triskela. It's three legs. And the idea is no matter which way you throw me. I will stand because their little island has been hotly contested. Mm. So the Vikings came in and the English came in and the Scottish came in, the Irish came in and the Spaniards came in. And the idea was whatever fancy hat you want to wear, we're going to, we'll still be here. Yep. You know, so, and all of that. And then during World War II, it was an internment camp for the German citizens. The German and Italian citizens of the of Great Britain. The people that fled Germany and Italy in the 30s because they didn't want to get wrapped up in the war. A lot of them fled to England. And a lot of them, just like we re- relocated our Asian our Japanese population for their own protection. Uh, whatever. Yeah. I don't agree with that. But anyway, I'm sure a lot of people have their own opinions about it. But they did that with the Isle of Man. And so the Isle of Man... There were a lot of house vacancies and a lot of guys who'd gone off to war. So a lot of people had decided that maybe um, your wife and his wife and his wife might live in one house to help each other out, and then that empty house would be uh, occupied by Germans. Well, there was a war going on. uh, (laughs) Right, exactly. So they put fences up around the houses to create these internment camps for uh, German and Italian nationals. So Even the Isle of Man, sure, yeah. sure, the Isle of Man has been through some shit. Uh, they have very interesting flora and fauna. The Lofton sheep is like the sheep that's represented by every metal band. You know when you see that sheep yeah. that has four um, horns, yeah. like an unusual number of, like an extra horny sheep.
4: <laughs>
0: Turns out it's called Lofton sheep, L-O-U-G-H-T-O-N, and you, it, like is deer common or. Huh? Is it common like deer over there? or Oh, well, I mean, they're indigenous to the island. Mm-hmm. So the loft and sheep. Is it wild sheep or is it. No, it's domesticated. It's okay. domesticated. Yeah. yeah, it's domesticated. And of course, they have, everyone knows about the Manx cats, which is a yes. black cat. The black ones are lucky um, with no tail. It's a cat with a bob tail. Like we have a bob cat, and it has a little bitty bitty tail on the end of it. Well, the Manx cat just has a nubbin. In fact, they call the, the Manx cat a stubbin. Really. So yeah, but the black the black ones are particularly lucky, kind of a contrast to our thing. All right. Now, when you go into the Isle of Man, you always pay a visit to the fairies, which there's what's called the ferry bridge, bridge. Yep. and you go to the ferry bridge, and you'll know it's because there's a bunch of motorcycles lined up, and it's it's customary to either write a little blessing for somebody that can't be with you, or maybe somebody you've lost, on a piece of slate or a rock, with chalk or something, and leave it down under the bridge for the fairies, or to leave a couple of pence. Uh, up on the bridge for the ferries uh, as a donation or whatever. Kind of interesting. Yep. Mm. And uh, it's just a little tiny creek. I mean, it's a little baby creek, but they they take it way seriously. Like, not joking.
3: That was my next question, right? Not just like, oh, this is... No, this
0: isn't go in and tip your hat to Mickey Mouse. Right. Right. Okay. This is like Catholics entering church and crossing themselves. Yeah. Um, There is that level of... And all the racers who race there wouldn't get out on the fucking surface until they paid a visit to the fairies. The fairies mm-hmm. yeah. 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 Well, that's kind
3: of cool. It's got its own little, like, mystique. They have their own and, yeah. Uh, yeah, it
0: right, really is. Sure, and yeah, I cool. think that a lot of that might come from the 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 Manx people have had a lot of religions kind of pushed on mm-hmm. And so I think they've kind of went with the more, like, we got fairies. <laughs> Appreciate your religion and all, but we got our own and little fairies. We're, good, cool. thank We're good, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> by the way stuff on the bridge
3: this works so now that you were there <laughs> right. the guy that you're talking about that rides to work every day yeah. when this menagerie's not going on yeah. what is the work like what is the what is what's there it's a what's full the industry island? of the island yeah. thank you
0: would you uh, it's not a guessing game hmm? the number one source of income i've heard i got this secondhand from the isle of man is shocking and it's Pokerstars.net I was say or Pokerstars. What's that? Hat makers. Hat makers. <laughs> it's poker. It's, Star- po- I guess a lot of the online gaming mm-hmm. and a lot of the online gambling use the Isle of Man as their base because it is a, t- a tax haven.
5: Hmm.
0: So there's Red Thirty Two is the one we saw mm-hmm. advertisements for everywhere, yeah. and then uh, Pokerstars.com or whatever. Do it they is. employ people? Like yeah, po- like hunt. Like they said, Pokerstars says like twelve hundred. Uh, between
2: 800 and 1200 people oh, okay. working there That's pretty neat. I know yeah. the the company that I work for has a factory on the Isle of Man and they make um, air pressure regulators there um, there you we know go why there but
0: the Isle, the automotive industry uh, at one point was very interesting on the Isle of Man they made a car called the peel 50 mm-hmm. mm. anyone who's a fan of top gear will know it's the only car that <laughs> will fit in an elevator with Jeremy Clarkson in it uh, we did learn that the car that they used in the filming of the top gear was not in fact an original peel 50 that in 2011 some idiot with money decided he's going to have another run at the whole peel automotive company and he made a hot rod <laughs> sports peel 50 and we looked at we saw it in the museum they the Isle of Man museum and it had disc brakes wow. it had a lot of That's stuff from the 50 cc scooter industry hmm. had made it the racing scooters onto this particular car Kind of cool, yeah, well, and uh, I could find that. yeah, it was fun. <laughs> and so, two stroke and all kinds of good, good news. The uh, do we have a ruling on thirty-seven miles or thirty-seven kilometers?
4: Thirty-seven miles. You were miles, right. So yeah.
0: you were right. I, tr- you know, I try to remember that everything on that island is um, SAE.
4: <laughs> yeah, and that that was that's the <laughs> yeah. worst thing because I, I mean, you you think that everything is. in Oh, kilometers, the weight was all in kilograms. Miles. It was everything was
0: everywhere. So, so everybody same. knows what they weigh in kilograms, but they don't know what they weigh in pounds. Yet everyone yeah, knows the speed there is all in miles, miles per hour, not kilometers, not kilometers uh, per hour. Is it, is it like isn't minute? it a
2: different miles
0: per hour than we use? No, it's the same. No, it's miles the same. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, we joked about that. I, I made the joke when I went in and I was like, oh, well, it's an imperial pint. Well, they also they also have imperial miles per hour out there. And I was like, mm. what do you mean? I was like, because everybody is going way faster <laughs> than you think they are. Um, our landlord gave us Oof. something that most people don't get, and that is... I think he felt guilty about how much he was charging us for rent. So,
4: Well, and then it was raining, and we yeah. didn't actually get to see. The weather was really
0: bad the day we arrived. And uh, he said, well, if you guys want. Take my wife. No. <laughs> Please. I, I think, I think <laughs> I, I, honestly, it was a, he, he's a taxi driver. And he's got a Skoda sedan with a five-speed. And uh, he put us in his Skoda car and was going well over 100 miles an hour. Uh, through the mountain course on the Isle of Man. And uh, it was, yeah, that was a little appeal filthy. Um, it was shit your bed fast, like as fast as he was driving. And there are several parts of the course that are extremely not conducive to motorcycle riding. And one of them is a left turn off camber dip into a jump, which compresses the suspension of any vehicle wow. you're in to the stops. In wow. fact, it will take your tires and flatten them down to where they're touching the rims. Left
3: turn off camber. Yeah. Left turn off camber. Left turn off camber. Dip,
0: dip. Bottoms out, and then just when you're bottoming out, turn and you're thinking, up. "I need to correct my aim because I'm going to hit this house that's been, been here for 900 years." In the air. It, it shoves you up in the air wow. and pitches you past the house, and then you land somewhere just beyond it, oh. <laughs>
3: over by the shitter. <laughs> mm-hmm. <Yeah>. Well, it's, <laughs> a, it's <laughs> been relocated to the pants. Yeah, exactly.
0: There's a reason they don't wear perforated leather, because it would just look like a silly putty machine. A fuzzy pumper barbershop, a poo. The, uh... He slows down prior to this, what I'm going to call terrain feature, and he slows down and everybody in the car. Like me, Oscar, and Dave are like, what the fuck? And then he just gives it. Whoa! And he just like right foot to the floor. And and he hits this thing. <laughs> no. He hits it, and I was like, I've never really been in the left front seat of a car that didn't have an airbag and steering wheel in front of me to save my life. And all I'm seeing is windshield. Yeah, because you were in the front. I was in yeah. the front left seat where a steering wheel should be. You're like... Yeah. And I were you filming it, or was Dave filming it?
4: I think Dave was filming Dave it. Dave was
0: filming it, and has us speedometer well over 100 miles an hour. Oh my gosh. But he hits that dip thrust turn thing, and... There was nothing left of the suspension on that car. I mean, it was a brand new car, but we smooshed the ground. I mean, it was, it was just.
3: fully loaded, too, on top of that. Bam!
0: And then we instantly got airborne. So it's like. So you imagine that doing it on a motorcycle at twice the speed we were doing? <laughs> Giddy up, baby. Yeah. Um, it's that way. And that's the whole course. And the so that was great. We got a, a lap, a guided lap of the Isle of Man, which normally costs hundreds of dollars to participate in that kind of an event. That's so a really cool Really super cool. And because he's lived there for like 20 years. So since he's lived there for 20 years, he's able to stop several times and tell us, okay, this is a great spot that nobody knows about if you want to view the, uh, the Isle of Man. Mm-hmm. So it's a really, I mean, it's a really, really good thing to have him as a resource. He was very good yeah. about showing us... Uh, all the cool spots, like all the all the good spots, he clued us to also some places where perhaps um, extremely dangerous places. Also to where some former racers have died some of the memorials yeah. Memorials yeah. for other people that have passed on, uh, and also showed us, you know, some some great opportunities. The mountain road closed, which apparently it happens all the time. The road closes up there because jackals will get up there and try to. Hot rod around, and they're on vacation, man. Right. They've never done it. They've never done this race, or I'm sorry, they've never done this course.
3: But now they think they're, yeah. Michael they're here. They
0: right. paid for the ferry ticket. Woohoo! Look at me go! And uh, everyone thinks they're Michael Dunlop, and they go up there and wad their shit up because it is an incredibly difficult but course. Yeah. Go ahead.
4: So while we're waiting on on one of the races, we saw two accidents. What? Minor. Yeah. But just just dumb accidents of someone just. I can't, stopping yeah. and then
0: just... I can't tell you guys the volume of motorcycles. Really? You think AMA Vintage Days has a high volume of motorcycles. Mm. Off hours. Not I was, I was any time before or after the race. The AMA for AMA that two weeks. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for that two weeks. Oh, I, I,
3: can, I can see when you were, were walking down the street yeah. at one point, you were trying to talk to the camera, and it was just like... Rrr, rrr, it's rrr, the, whole, rrr, that's rrr. the soundtrack for yeah. Iron Man. It
0: is the absolute... And more two-stroke, 125s and 250s and 500s. This is where... The true consummate motorcycle collectors and nerds make it their pilgrimage. Yeah.
3: How do they get these bikes there?
0: On the Steam Packet Ferry, mm. which, if you I'm have familiar. not already booked your ticket, too late. You won't be going to the Isle of Man 2020. You might be able to get a spot in 2021. Mm. Although, we have some insider information. Apparently, the Manx or British government, I don't know, is going to be taking over the ferry service to the Isle of Man. Ferry meaning boat, not celestial creature. Right. Okay. So <laughs> the... Uh,
1: or roommate.
5: It, <laughs> no. Again, <laughs> Dave was absolutely not a ferry. Uh,
3: okay. So Did you check his browser history? Because I have a <laughs> I <know. laughs> Oh, no.
0: Both Dave and our landlord thought that Oscar and I were a couple. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Right yeah, That was the fun yeah. part. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. Which is interesting, but... Um, when in May we digress.
3: Well, <laughs> hey,
0: we'll get to that in a second. The uh, But that really, I mean, they're talking about adding two ferries. So if they add two ferries, it's going to open up the spot for thousands more people and thousands more bikes. So it could be next year, if anybody's so inclined, it might be a hell of a lot easier once they announce the addition of these two ferries to get a motorcycle across.
4: Well, by the time we... Right, um, got our tickets. Really mm-hmm. Crowded. Mm-hmm. The ferries were well already booked. Mm-hmm. There was like no room they for were totally any bikes. With.
0: So yeah. I I, mean, I tried. I called Steam Packet. I was like, I'm going to call all the ferry lines. No, it's one company. It's done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And they have a very elaborate <laughs> system of booking your tickets. And what I will tell you guys, if somebody is interested in going to the Isle of Man, who's a podcast listener, and wants to know the secret, secret sauce, Oscar <laughs> and I, well, we bought our house... In October, okay, we were, we talked to hundreds of people that could not get a house, and there are a very limited number of hotels on the island. It's not that kind of a place. Mm-hmm. It's just that for that two weeks per year, it just fucking explodes, and they have to deal with it. Now, they're not going to build hotels for two weeks a year. So, there's a very active Airbnb scene, um, they have a listing service, but there is a Facebook page called Isle of Man Bookings. And I think it's Isle of Man housing and bookings. But if you go to that, what you'll find is that for about three weeks prior to the actual Isle of Man TT, there are people there that are saying, due to an extreme circumstance in my family, I will not be able to attend the Isle of Man this year. So my booking of a house with three bedrooms has just become available. I paid for it back in October. And if somebody wants to give me 75 cents on the dollar, it's yours. Also, there's a great number of B&Bs that have one or two or three or four slots open that are individual solo, so you can get things as cheap as like thirty or forty pounds per night per person. Now you may be in a hostel like a a bunkhouse kind of scenario, but it's better than being in the dirt. Right, roof over head. Because we talked to people that did the glamping thing where they rented tents that were already there right. mm-hmm. we saw the wigwam style tents we saw the standard like dome style tents, the TP ones, the TP style what? tents, there's many different companies that have taken over these soccer fields and rugby fields out there and just fucking put up 200 tents yeah,
1: can you bring your own tent?
0: hell yes, mm-hmm. and okay. okay. we talked to a guy who did I always put your own tent yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> every morning. Maybe, maybe not, uh, I don't know right <laughs> but this guy did. He's traveling all over, and he brought he his needs own a tent.
3: For that, so you have to give him a little break on that one. So, do you... <laughs> did these fields just turn into giant mud pits?
0: Yes. Yeah. The like answer your disgusting, question. Disgusting, gross, it's like style, ankle man. deep.
2: Absolutely. Like, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. And yeah. We, after Why? talking to people that had been there, Oscar and I arrived on the Friday of uh, was it Friday? Yeah. yeah. We arrived on the Friday at the end of practice, so racing was supposed to start on Saturday. And we'd arrived on Friday. People had already been there for five or six days. And they had been in the mud for five or six days and they were not happy about it. Right. And a lot of people bailed by Tuesday. They just fucking said, fuck it, I'm going home. Enough. They just walked out. Yeah. Most of the places that are football fields or soccer fields and rugby fields, they have like the one the one shower house. Mm. And that's your shitter in your shower for as many tents as in that field. So it's a... It's a bit of a problem. No real so.
1: blue condos anywhere. What's that? They don't have the blue
3: potties? No, well, they do have
0: blue porta potties everywhere, and What's they like are a little different. Th-
1: well, those. I saw the pea trough, too.
0: The pea trough is a genius. <laughs> uh, that, <laughs> that was, was at Bushy's kind of Village. Just a whole uh, bobsled
1: tracker, but he's got a Yes, they take a
0: gutter. In a parking
1: lot it looked like?
0: Right? No, well, it's in the back of the field, so at Bushy's TT Village. Bushy's is the beer company that's on the Isle of Man, one of the k- couple of beer companies that are on the Isle of Man and Bushy's has been involved with the tt for almost 100 years right mm. so um, they've got the they've got a really nice spot they've got this little village down on the promenade that you go in it doesn't cost anything to go in they've got food trucks set up hmm. their beers you know about 6 pounds 7 pounds a pint which is expensive you do the math it's like you know 1.25 dollars per pound right now which is a really good time to be an american because okay. usually it's about 1.6 so, usually $1.6 buys a pound, mm. and now only $125 buys a pound. So, it's a very good time to go to England. Uh, but Bushy's deal is they have a stage set up and they have live music every day. Awesome. And uh, they are kind of like a ground zero event. So, there's two. What,
3: what kind of music, by chance?
0: Oh, there was everything, but there was ska. Oh.
3: There was ah, Ska. Ah, they, they
0: did have Ska music. They did have some other stuff. They had a, a Sinead O'Connor impersonator uh, that played trumpet. Tiny did, she Tim did she break a Bible or anything? No, she didn't. She yeah. was just, but she just was, she was earning the Sinead O'Connor Ooh, no, style. Nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there was a lot of music and a lot of good food. The uh, They didn't leave you wanting for any of that. And the interesting thing about the Bushies was you go back to the, the Porta John area, you go back to the bathroom area, and they got these, you know, the trailers set up, you know, the temporary big trailers with like an eight seater in it or whatever. Yeah. And then you go to the men's side, and there's these little space capsules, these like gray plastic spaceship looking things. They're about the size of like the re entry vehicle mm-hmm. from like the Apollo 1 or something, right? And basically, there's four segments, and you stand looking at each other <laughs> <laughs> as you pee into this vessel. <laughs> And it's basically like a giant plastic parking structure. If nobody told you what it was, you would think it was a buoy or a parking structure, like a big thing. But it looks like some weird... I don't know, dude. It's just what it is. But it's a big gray structure, and there's built-in plastic. It's like molded plastic. mm -hmm. And the whole thing is a container. And then you just basically, you have to stand there and look at the guy across from you <laughs> while you're pissing. I can imagine being kind
3: of half in the bag and just, like, really enjoying a piss with your eyes closed. Yeah. And you just, open it and there's just making Just make an eye contact. Oh, it's a terrible idea. Yeah. <laughs> just make a weird it's eye it's
0: like contact. the things they have that feed cattle, where the cattle all nose into the yeah, same yeah. trough. You know, those circles they have mm-hmm. that feed all the yeah. cattle. <laughs> it's the same thing. It's just it's just all pee instead. But the... Uh, but then, but the more genius invention I think, which I would love to steal, and but they the just this weekend, so you uh, can steal it. They just mm-hmm. had no shit between seventy-five and one hundred feet of residential gutter, yeah. plastic PVC mm-hmm. residential gutter,
2: mm-hmm.
0: nailed lightly to a four-by-eight sheet of plywood barrier on an angle, on mm-hmm. a very gradual mm-hmm. angle. And so you could pee very close I mean, to the end of the stream or very at the very
2: beginning of the stream. It depends how tall you are. It's true, too, because it got <laughs> taller as it went along. Absolutely. And it was fun know, because you could, tall. in the big trough, more, more factors well,
0: if there was a cigarette butt on that end, you could chase it all the way to the other end. <laughs> so you could high-pressure fire hose like that nice thing guy. all the way down to the bottom. Uh, very interesting, though. It's Good problem-solving skills. What's that? Not a bad idea.
3: No, it's really a really great
0: way to deal with it, <coughs> and you don't have to have to wait in line, yeah. mm-hmm. because no matter how many people you put in there, that thing's about 100 feet long. So, pretty cool. I did not check to see if there was a ladies' version of that, which was just the, the same gutter, but in the middle, and yeah, you, just yeah, you just straddle it. Over it. Just, <laughs> just stand over it, just <laughs> <laughs>
5: That's
3: brilliant. brilliant. How it? made that? I yet. have to
0: tell you. The, oh, the boys' man. one is against the four by eight sheet of plywood. Yeah. The ladies' one is just on a little rail. It's like a long skateboard. It's like grinder. a guard
3: rail. You just stand
0: over it. Yeah, it's a skateboard yeah. grind. Yeah. The whole yeah. thing, yeah.
3: And it was, was kind of interesting
4: for the amount of, or what you would think for that kind of event. There were a lot of women writers yes. all over the place. Holy it wasn't a sausage fest. No. Was, I mean, it was a sausage fest. It, it was, just but not asked. as bad as you'd
3: think it would be.
0: If you, <laughs> you were going would. there to meet women, you yeah. were barking up the wrong tree. Uh, or you were oh.
3: there to find a soulmate that may not have the looks that you wanted, but she was at the Isle of Man riding a motorcycle.
0: Again, <laughs> <whatever you're laughs> mission accomplished. Yeah. All right. <laughs> right. Probably, that's probably a keeper right there. Yeah. yeah. The, uh, but that, that was the interesting thing. So it turns out that our roommate Dave, well, he'd been telling his work buddies, who were in the oil petrochemical industry, which basically means they're all, you know, they're oil workers, man. You know, they're oil workers. Those, these are not they, these guys. Don't work at the Sharp Image, right? These guys are. Leather <laughs> they call them
3: leathernecks or something, or what do they call those? Yeah, guys? but no, it's Marines.
0: yeah, they're all yeah, they're all over rough the necks. place, right?
3: Roughnecks. Roughnecks. <laughs> rough yeah, well, and
0: yeah. so fun. those are the people that work in his industry. All right, and apparently he told them that he was going to the Isle of Man and that he was going to be sharing a house with these two guys from Cleveland, Ooh. and then his friends. Yeah, okay, that's cool. And then he says, well, I've been listening to their podcast and stuff. Well, Oscar and I had, uh, oh. we put up a picture from Porco on Valentine's Day. Oh, so no. It was, yeah. <laughs> that's all you have to say yeah. is Porco and anything. <laughs> oh. And you're like, oh, no. Well, and we captioned it, Valentine's Day. I oh. remember that. Yeah, well, apparently. The uh, on that yeah, that all, of, all the roughnecks all the,
4: rough It went all over the...
0: Apparently, that went all over the uh, the Pacific Northwest Petro-Canada community about Dave's going to be sharing a house with these two. (laughs) And then the photo of us. They might as well just put a little heart-shaped vignette around us. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, so Dave was like, Dave was not sure what he was in for. But it does get one shade better. Because, do you remember the podcast that we made a few weeks ago when we were talking about us going to the Isle of Man, and we were talking about us having a house and looking for people to share said house. Mm -hmm. And we may or may not have mentioned the photographs of the house and how it had all this black leather furniture, (laughs) the Judas Priest edition, Mm -hmm. and that maybe we were talking about putting all those furniture items together and making
2: a big pit group. (laughs) <laughs> and then just splashing the lube around, you know. Oh, yeah. I, I think yeah. I recall somebody yeah. mentioning like sleeping on the couch is... naked or something like that. As well, exactly. Or... Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, so guy... the
3: guy from the petrol industry said, "Right up my alley." No,
0: it's one better. Oh, it turns out we have at least one new podcast listener, and that's what the guy we like to call our landlord. Oh. <laughs> so the guy from whom we were renting a house. <laughs> listen to our podcast the leather couch, yeah. that mentioned his property in glorious detail. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah! Prior to picking us up at the airport, and having no <laughs> idea what he was in for, but so he's in the car and he's like, "I can't do his accent. I'll not even try." He's like, "Well, I didn't know I was in for with you guys. So I listen to your podcast. You're talking about my couch." My wife and I had a proper fucking laugh about that. <laughs> <laughs> Can't have the kids around when... Yeah, but your podcast... I don't know fuck all about bikes, but you got a funny fucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like,
2: ah, great. Yeah, <laughs> and then so well apparently done. Well done. he
0: listened to more of them. Because he's a taxi driver. He, what does yeah, he, he do? He drags time. drugs during the right night. Yep. Yeah. So he listened to more of them, and then the next time he picked us up for something, he's like, oh! And he, so, you got to get him to call in. Oh. <laughs> Six hours ahead of time. Yeah, the uh, so yeah we have a new podcast listener on the Isle of Man. Nice, so that's nice. Good. at least we have yep. one listener on the Isle of Man. That's going to be. We ran into a gaggle of listeners on one of the buses heading up to one of the viewing spots. Really? At least one. And they're all pilots. Oh really? What? Yeah. The one guy is a pilot for the California Highway Patrol.
1: Hmm.
0: Yeah, those guys. Busting biker Chips Ooh, Yeah. No, he mostly rescues people. But the, uh, but yeah, they do, um, so he was, a, and then the other guys uh, for uh, something airways, mm-hmm. uh, pilot for them, and so yeah, these guys were all pilots, and they had all, they'd been to the Isle of Man last year, mm-hmm. and they'd camped, and then they'd camped, again this year, assuming it would be the same weather, yeah. gotcha, oh. um, so they were quite miserable, but yeah, that was one of those things where they heard the voice, we were bullshitting on the bus, and they heard the voice, and they were like, hey, we know you, that's crazy. And I'm
3: so, so what was their opinion of the podcast? World.
0: They uh, said, more dick jokes, please. <laughs> yeah. Well, we can do that. So, yeah. Out
3: of the days you were there, yeah. looking at the pictures, you had frog tugs on almost all the
0: time. Yeah, pretty much. You guys,
3: you were dressed fairly warm. How many days were dressed? Yeah, I don't think he
0: ever took his plastic pants off. no. no. <laughs> How many days
3: did you get nice at all? Or?
0: A couple of days. Yeah, we had a couple nice days. And, and that is a thing that uh, you got to keep in mind. You're going to an island that is between Ireland and Wales. So it's not exactly known, like, no. Ireland right now, I, can, I don't need to look at the thing. If I look at the, the <laughs> NOAA radar picture of Ireland, it's green.
3: Right, it's rain. Right
0: it's an emerald Isle, and that's not, it, it's because of the green weather pattern that's perpetually <laughs> above it. Yeah. Uh, and that's what feeds onto the Alamance, so it is common for it to get a lot of rain. They deal with the rain very well, but they do not race in the fucking rain. Because that is not a racetrack. Right. and that's the biggest thing I think that people need to understand that are going to the Isle of Man.
4: And that's one of the bigger problems because the, the yeah. island is, or the track is, 37 miles, and it's not flat.
0: No, we, mm-hmm. fuck no. We, we fuck no.
4: We we kind of had some fuck. issues with that, so but it puddles. so no, the problem is that when in, at the uh, where the race starts, it's close to sea level, mm-hmm. but by the time you get to the mountains, it could be sunny oh, where yeah. you start. But up in the mountains, it could be foggy, oh, it no, could be geezers. rainy. I mean, the, the, the weather it's just like changes a lot through the weather. course. Yeah, and It's like four different.
2: Be everything okay, has to be clear to go. Yes. And then. So
3: how do they handle that? So like you have this time frame of all the people that need to race, right? Yeah. But now you've cut back yeah. on a day or two or three. Yeah. How does that work into the way it works? I hope
0: you really weren't counting on practice to dial your bike in.
3: Oh, that's it? They just good practice?
0: Because <laughs> your practice now might just that's be dangerous. that one Yeah. <clears throat> that you get... Um, the the superlights which are the parallel twin six fifties, mm-hmm. which are all based on like the Kawasaki six fifty motor yeah, yeah. and Norton's fielding a bike and there's another company, Patten or something that I can't recall. Um, but those superlights, that whole class, which is a very popular class because it's really based on the ideas that you can kind of buy these bikes. Like mm-hmm. the the, the base mortals. the core of mm-hmm. them. Now a factory six fifty twin is gonna put out around sixty eight horsepower. These are all well over 100 horsepower. They're tuned within an inch of their life. Right. But it is an interesting class, the superlights. But they didn't get any practice, mm-hmm. like per se. They really got nothing in the way of practice. They got, went out into qualifying.
4: Well, and yeah, so.
0: like qualifying and practice were the same thing for a lot of people. Yeah, so it, it was tight. And then a lot of the races, which are normally six laps, a lot of those races got cut back to two laps. Wow. Your first lap is a standing start. So you're going to have a very, your overall time for the lap is going to be low because you started at zero miles an hour. But your second lap is going to be a flying lap. Mm -hmm. When you do, so, you know, that's why when they cut the races down, they don't cut them to one lap. They usually cut them to two laps so that you get one flying lap in there. So at least you have one complete lap time. The bikes leave every 10 seconds. So the bikes will launch and qualifying the bikes launch as a, as a pair every 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's not technically a race. It is a TT, mm-hmm. a time trial, uh, a tourist trophy, the time trial of this. But the, the idea behind it is you are actually racing the clock.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: But what happens is because a 10 second gap <laughs> over a 38 mile course yeah. is not enough of a gap. No. And so you get a lot of passing and a lot of trading places. This is not a racetrack. There's no kitty litter in the corners. Mm. There's no rundown areas. There's no dragon's teeth, no, no red and white stripes on the side of the roads. What you're going to find at the end of every road is a four-inch curve that has been there since the Romans left. It can take a tank driving across it, and it will be more than happy to crack your skull. And if you lean knee down, your knee could be interfacing with a four-inch razor-sharp c- curve. Uh, your shoulder could be interfacing with a building that's been there for 700 years.
3: I I saw a guy, Martin, posted a a GoPro video of him racing the track on YouTube or something like that, and it made me so apprehensive and so tense watching this. It does. It's fucking crazy. But here's my other question. Did you have a chance to talk to anybody that this was their first year racing or anything? No, How do you prepare to go do
0: this? They don't. So what they do is there's a calling. Like, people have, they're answering a calling. And... You have to apply, and you have to get approved. So you have no. to go through a vetting process. No. You don't just show up no, no, and what, say, well, what races here's my do three you grand. Do,
3: what races do you do to prepare? So for there's this? the
0: whole series. So that whole Irish series that they have up there that starts with like the Northwest 200, which was three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, there is the uh, Southwest 100, which is down in Castletown uh, Castle on the Isle of Man. That's a 100-mile race. So there are a number of races that do lead up to the granddaddy of them all, which is the Isle of Man TT, mm-hmm. which is widely considered to be the biggest, most important epic motorcycle race. Period. Um, I don't in my life I've never seen any race that that equals it. The strange thing is the guys that are the Valentino Rossi's of the world, the guys who are the Patronus of the world, they stay off the Isle of Man. They don't want to go somewhere where a minor mistake could kill them. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Uh, they that's, want to race on a nice, safe racetrack.
3: That's what like Mike was saying. Like you know, like you, you get so used to watching MotoGP. These guys crash at 212 miles an hour. Yeah, they slide they, across. They there, chase the bike. Down. Goes off. Yeah. They jump up mm-hmm. and they're
0: like, "Give me another bike." And right. Then, yeah. Yep. That's exactly right. Right. And it, and there's there is zero margin here. Right. And we saw a shocking number of people lose their line in turns. So, when we were at a place called Quarter Bridge, which is where you're coming down Bray Hill, the the race launches from the paddock at the top of a very long, very straight hill. (laughs) It's the most insane thing I think any race engineer would never come up with this. Let's make the start-finish line on a hill. And not just a hill. A motherfucker of a hill. Like, if I give you a bicycle and tell you to pedal up that hill, Uh you're going to be puking shit halfway up, okay? It is a very long, very steep hill. It's not, like, long like it's, like, a quarter mile long. No, this is miles plural, right? So by the time you get to Agos Leap, the very legendary place where Agostini's catching air, you're looking at this and going, this is a flat piece of pavement that is virtually straight, that goes all the way up to the start-finish line with one little bend in it at the gas station where the little mm. uh, the bridge is. And that's, that is within sight of the grandstand. But then everything past St. Ninian School, all the Bray Hill, until you get down to Quarter Bridge, Quarterish. is straight and going downhill. Mm. These bikes go from 0 to 140 mm. miles an hour way fast. It's going down. Going down. <laughs> and it is just
4: whoop,
0: and they just never stop accelerating. The electrics, when they're going past you at that point and you're on Saint Ninian's, when you're in the St. Ninian school, you're behind a blue fence. Yeah, because the sidewalks on the Isle of Man are very fucking boatin. You do not go on the sidewalks. If you go out onto the racing surface beyond a barricade, it is a what is it, a fourteen hundred fine? Fourteen or eighteen hundred fine. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to pay it before you leave the island.
3: Oh wow. Because yeah, you're probably dead if you mistake, mis- right? Well the idea is
0: people in the past. Civilians, spectators have accidentally been drunk or fallen into the mm-hmm. racing line oh, yeah. and a racer has hit them and gone in to kill marshals and kill spectators. right So it's a life or death thing. The marshals there with the, the folks with the orange vests, they are extremely well trained and therefore for your safety and there's hundreds of them and they have a strong passion for everything about this event. and I this think is they the realize
3: that they have to do
0: their job or it's not going to continue right? Oscar, how many? We saw no jackassery. No. Yeah.
3: Does everyone kind of know like know their place? If it, people probably get all lit up and stuff, but everyone's just like, "This it's, is yeah." It's j- the hundredth. You, you know.
0: Yeah, this was the hundredth running of the event. It's like the 117th year. There's no Motley Crue guys like. like Whoa. No. 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 Super chill. Yeah. The, like su- the sense police. of responsibility. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> yeah, on no the right island. Oh yeah, and there's there's stories about guys with selfie sticks Mm -hmm. that are like trying to get the perfect shot with a selfie stick, and they're hanging out too far, and other Isle of Man spectators will just like either grab the selfie stick, break it, or school the guy, because nobody wants to lose their event. Good, everyone feels personally responsible for the event beyond the marshals. The spectators are very fucking chill. Here's the queer, the crazy thing. You got Australians. You got Germans. Scottish. Have you ever seen what happens when you get Australian guys, German guys, and Scottish guys? Who are all actually from that place, not American watered down versions. Yeah, and you put them next to each other, and then beer is the only thing they can drink because there's no water anywhere on the island? Right. Apparently. Apparently. (laughs) Right? It's dangerous. And these three cultures are all hitting each other head on. But everyone is very much on their best behavior because they respect the event so much that they want it they everybody wants one thing and they want qualifying laps and they want racing right. everyone wants to make it to the senior tt <clears throat> the end of all, the end result with no fatalities and them not having to shut the racing.
3: Well, do you down. think that's part of it? Does everybody that attends this thing, you like this is not something that you decide to go to on Tuesday and then yeah, you're there no, on Thursday. It, it really this is isn't. like a process, yeah, right? It's a real so, process. so if you're if you're doing this, you're you know what you're getting into, right? So you're getting to this thing and is the air there, excitement and thing, but at the same time you know that at any second somebody could die. Yeah.
0: Yeah, for
3: sure. Yeah. Is that so, kind of what leads this whole like kind of like togetherness of people not being assholes? So or?
0: Saturday we got to see a little bit of practice. So Saturday, we knew when we landed on Friday that there's a thing about the Isle of Man, and that is, like, talking about the weather is forbidden. Anytime we heard an interviewer talk to a racer, what do you say? Tell us what you thought about the course. Don't say anything about the weather, right? No, nope. The weather is clearly the number one thing on everybody's mind, but it's not something that anyone really, really talks about or wants to make a big deal about exactly. When we got in the car on Friday, we talked to our landlord slash cab driver, And I was like, yeah, we're not, there's not going to be anything happening today. And he basically told me, shut your fucking mouth. He's like, you don't know that. Where did you get that? I live here. I'm in touch with everybody. Yeah, there could absolutely very well be qualifying tonight. There could be practice laps tonight. I'm like, well, it's fucking 2 p.m. or something. And it's pouring down rain. It's cats and kittens out there. And there's no way anybody's going to be racing, let alone at the airport where there was a 200-feet ceiling, let alone up on the fucking mountain, which has got to be in the clouds at this point. But their whole economy is based on making these races happen. Mm. So if it snows, everyone goes, out, everyone goes home with no money, right? Mm-hmm. So the weather has got to be good in order for them to pay the bills because mm-hmm. this is two weeks of their life where they're going to make all their money. Yes, the guy charged us 700 bucks a night for a house. But that was pretty much his income on that house for the year. Hmm. So good for them that they've got a great event that happens in their backyard. Do they
3: but do any other car events or anything there's else? There's some
0: various different things over the course of the year. Nothing has the spectacle or the, the right. span of two weeks. There are a lot of little invitational car club things. There used to be an yeah. Isle of Man scooter rally years ago that they stopped doing that was, you know, apparently tons of fun. And then there's what's called the GT, the the GP rather, which is less of an event. It's about a week long, and that's for the... Uh, It's GP motorcycle racing. Mm -hmm. And then they have some classic stuff, some vintage motorcycles that race that weekend, that week too.
1: But You mentioned Rossi earlier. I saw a YouTube video of Rossi, I think, on Isle of Man Mm -hmm. during maybe that GP week. Yeah, GP week. And I remember him being so freaked out. Yeah. Like, would not run. He was running like 75%. Yeah. And he was still scared balls. Everyone's freaked out.
4: And and that's one of the things. Even the videos doesn't do it justice of the speeds that they go to. And how close they are to the
0: walls. Mm. It, it's mind-boggling. It's, mind it's hard to, to photograph to it. it. <laughs> it's to incredibly hard to, to catch the image of the guy on the bike. Mm. Just one for one. You realize quickly you have to put it in burst mode. Right. And mm-hmm. then you get the front of the bike and the back of the bike. And nothing in the middle. <laughs> Just
1: embed YouTube GoPros down the cobble. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. It
0: really is crazy. Not so how so wide,
1: nice. like, from where you were standing, how yeah. wide are we talking? Like Two-lane road? Are
3: we
0: talking... Okay, so when just, you're at, just a, you know paint a picture, right. you know, so these are somewhere. all basically country roads. <laughs> okay, these are all two lane roads for the most part. They're all two lane roads and not it's, wide enough.
4: It's it's a two sided but yeah. super mm-hmm. narrow mm-hmm. and there's only one walkway, mm-hmm. that is, three feet maybe maybe, maybe. four. Yeah, on yeah. one side.
2: On one of the side. Road. Oh, that's very narrow. Yeah. And oh it's, no, it's <laughs> real fucking narrow. And, uh, yeah, and, it's and there's no narrow. rundown area. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah,
0: and so the the riders mm-hmm. pick certain places on the course. To run down, to essentially run out of steam, and uh, and they are and they're selective about it. So they're they're not just kind of coming at it. They're they're knowledgeable. They know the course and they know the good places to break down, and they know the good places to not fucking break down. Hmm. And when that video we saw earlier, um, you know, the fatality was Daly Matheson. So Daley Matheson died on Monday uh, during the the first of supersport class races so the, the, the racing surface the mountain had dried up enough that they ran the supersport guys out there and that was the first group that went out Supersport guys went out mm-hmm. and did the sidecars go out first I think maybe they started I think they did the sidecars side usually go out first to dry the track up ironically yeah. <laughs> and these aren't sidecars like you're thinking of these things are oh. truly Formula One vehicles yeah, they're, they're, they're Formula one cars. 600 ccs they're limited to hmm. 600 ccs but that's the only rule. Mm-hmm. and beyond that, go crazy, guys. Well, I mean, they probably have to have three wheels. Yeah, that, and, and, <laughs> and one of those wheels is very rarely on the ground uh, by the looks of things, but they jump, too, and they go through all the stuff, but that particular thing, uh, talking about rundown areas, so where uh, Daly died, a, a, pri- a rider that was ahead of him blew the turn, and, and blowing the turn... In regular road racing, it doesn't happen that frequently because people know the track, right? Mm-hmm. You know the point that you apex. You know the point where you break, You know the point where you're looking they to have look markers. through it. Start braking, like, yeah, guys. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but this is different. This is 38 miles, and there's all kinds of different strategy there, and the, the road changes based on the temperature and the mm-hmm. moisture and who was on the road before you. Mm-hmm. And remember, it's not a racetrack. An hour before you went out there, there was a bus hauling 97 people it's climbing like, up that hill. Hours pulling
1: a buggy or something.
0: Right, exactly. It's still a working road. People live on this road and use it every single day.
3: So how do they check for oil, like when a bus That's the
0: marshal's job. Yeah. Okay. And the marshals all through the course, all through 38 miles, have brooms and kitty litter and all Ooh, kinds of stuff. Smart. Okay. Yeah,
5: and smart. these
0: marshals <clears throat> work their tails off. They really are so the they're heroes they're of the they're event. They're because it's their job to be responsible for a safe event.
5: Right. And that has
0: many different layers to it. From you being a jackass drinking and being a shithead. Or maybe,
5: or maybe it's the
0: guy that really wants to get a picture. So he's hanging over the barricade really far right. with the camera. And then the marshal's got to go over and be like, no, you got to keep it back. Right? right? Or maybe it's just one of the ones where there's a hedgerow and then the road surface. But guys are like hanging out with their feet over the hedgerow. the marshal goes, no, you can't have your feet over the hedgerow. You can lay the other way and go prone and then have your face out over the hedgerow, but you can't have your feet over the hedgerow, because then you could fall onto the road surface.
4: And also it's really well coordinated, so usually what they do is they start closing the mountain first. Yeah. 45 minutes later they close every single road, Yeah. and then probably like half an hour later than that to give the uh, marshals enough time to clean up and double check everything in, in in the roads. Then the race starts. Okay. If everything, the weather and everything else is okay, right.
3: then they start the race.
0: It's almost a strange phenomenon that you can even have a race because so many conditions have to align. Yeah. yeah.
3: So what? Give me a day. So like, what time are you waking up, and what time? Is Oscar,
0: like, go ahead and give me. I'm gonna grab a, another beer, but Oscar, will give me. So rundown. so
3: usually,
4: what we saw usually race or the mountain starts closing like at ten forty five in the morning.
3: No, but give me. What, what did you? so What time?
4: Are oh, you guys for us. Up? Well, it kind of varies depending on the day before, but i mean, we usually woke up, I don't know, around 8 or 9. Okay, so it's breakfast. not like 5 no. in, the morning, six well, in the morning, Well, it depends, because the first couple of days what we used to, we started doing is uh, bicycling mm-hmm. to Quarter Bridge. That was the closest thing that we had, and it was all downhill from where our, our house was. Yeah. So it was really easy to get there. Oh, wait, I'm oh, sorry, wait, wait. It was first the first thing that
0: happened was Phil Cook breakfast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
4: for, for the two other dudes that were in the house, so. Yeah, and only one of them
0: ate my breakfast. Oscar ate my breakfast like a champ.
3: You, you offered spotted dick, and the guy was like, oh, my gosh, <laughs> these guys. Not again. Not we had again. blood pudding <laughs> in there, and <laughs> nobody it. wanted it. It was weird.
0: Yeah. I go figure. It was very weird.
4: So, yeah, I mean, it, it was, the, the first couple of days, it was really easy because we were just going to a spot that was close enough to where we mm-hmm. we had our place, and we just bicycled down to the spot, dropped the bikes, and then just waited for the... For the for the race to start. Usually they, they cl- start closing the mountain at like 10:45. By 11:30, they close the rest of the roads mm-hmm. and usually by noon or quarter past, they start to the race everything if everything's okay. Mm. But everybody's like on point as soon as you see the the marshals on the on the bikes do their first lap. There's usually two or three bikes just going for the loop. And as soon as you see the oh nice as soon as you see the um, the uh, the Honda's the the, the car doing the loop, then everything closes. Those so, are the last there's cars. No, like, there's everything. no like
3: universal horn on the island. It's like we're racing. No,
0: they, no, but and it's usually the marshals is what actually you can tell because all of a sudden you can't go where you want to go anymore. Okay, because they close the ropes. So yeah. these guys? So they, they have radios they bring and the, stuff. Out? Oh yeah. They, the out. yeah, they bring mm-hmm. the barricades out. They bring the barricades out, and if you're not in the position you want to be, you're screwed. Where yeah. you? Yeah, if you want to be. So the graphic training, aid we're just gonna hold up a map of the Isle of Man. It's actually a tea towel. Uh, souvenir, but in the very very bottom, you're going to see the start finish line down here. Okay, yeah. and then it goes down Bray Hill. Oh, that's the. Hill. And that it's hard right hand turn is Quarter Bridge, and that's where we were. That's where yeah. we lived. Come on, which really? Is very close yeah. to Quarter Bridge. Now we're talking about that is that's one mile.
4: Yeah, that's right.
0: That's one mile, and that's a 38 mile race course. So there are parts of this island that we did not see. Mm-hmm. We didn't go there. This year. Well,
3: yeah, they have. Yeah. I've always seen those like helicopter yeah. shots, like way up in the mountains with yeah. like cliffs. And oh, stuff absolutely. Like yeah. well, I mean, we went there in the
0: car, but we, there was no way that we were going to go. They have a steam train that goes up there. They have an electric rail system that goes yeah. up there.
3: Is this Kate's cottage right it there? It is
0: Kate's cottage right there.
3: Yeah, yeah. I, I was wondering where she had her cottage.
0: Yeah, that's where Kate's cottage is. And there's also Sarah's uh, Sarah's house. So a little bit odd, maybe. But yeah. did either of you get headaches from like the horn? Like, no. Mm. Maybe no. a little dehydration, a little extra noise? Stand no, it didn't bother us at all. What bothered us was riding a fucking bicycles all over that piece of shit. Uh, I told the guy... You know e-bikes? I told the guy, I was like, look, I love bicycles, I ride a bicycle as far as anybody wants to ride a bicycle, I love bicycles. And I figured, is a 38-mile course, I figured realistically, I can ride a bicycle 10 miles in either direction, no problem, from our house, and we won't need taxis, we won't need Ubers, We can do everything on bicycles. God damn it, it's it's a part of Great Britain. They love bicycles there. And when we got there and we got to the house, there were two bicycles in there, and they were okay. They weren't as advertised. They were okay, though. We were able to buy some things and tune them up. So we, we first got on them and had to ride them from our house down to downtown Douglas proper. That was when I discovered my handlebars were barely being held on. The bolts were all backing out. Oscar's bike had problems. I had a flat. Had a flat tire, and mm-hmm. you know we weren't great. So, but we did stop at TK Maxx.
4: Not TJ. TJ Maxx. TJ
0: Maxx. Because they have their TJ Maxx. There is called TK, TK Maxx, but they have the exact same shit ours does, <laughs> which means like ladies' lingerie, wow. men's clothing, and bicycle parts and tools. Old old, old cologne. Everything. Yes, right. exactly. <laughs> old cologne. It's and we were able to get a bicycle lock and some tools. Really. At TK Maxx. Yep.
3: yep. Even make you work on your vacation.
0: I know. It's it never ridiculous. stops. Uh, so yeah, so that was that. But the, like I said, was nobody told me about how, how the elevation changes on this place.
5: Mm. And then one guy
0: just looked at me and goes, it is a fucking island. And I went, <laughs> <laughs> oh, way to be a dickhead. <laughs> I was like, well, you know, it's, we have water near us too, and it's dead flat. Right. And he's like, well, it is a fucking island. And then he is right. It is a fucking island. Yeah. So anywhere you go is uphill. Right, so or you're it's in like, the water. Right, or you're in the fucking water. Yeah. Right. So we got be- we became very familiar with the bus system, which <laughs> is their timing system. Their scheduling in the buses, like what happens in vagueness stays in vagueness. Yeah, it's for TT the week, week, fault, right? Well, it's yeah, it's the T for TT week. They have their own bus schedule because like everything's weird. Huh. But we were able to get around quite quite efficiently, and sometimes we waited 25 minutes for a bus, and then sometimes we just walked right on. You know, All right. else, Double question for yeah. you and you. Yeah.
3: Favorite one moment of the entire
0: time you were there. Watching a father and son sidecar team <laughs> <laughs> discontinue the race. They didn't break down. They, they stopped racing. Uh, there's a story behind it, but they stopped racing. And The place we were at was called Balach Bridge. And Balk Bridge is a famous place where you always see the motorcycles in the air. Mm -hmm. And it's where a two lane road becomes a one lane road Mm -hmm. with concrete, well, stone bridge work on either side. Mm -hmm. And you'll see sidecars hit it a lot, and there's always chaos and destruction because you're going from 170 some odd miles per hour down to a speed so low, Mm -hmm. yep, a speed Mm -hmm. so low that you will not totally endo when you leave Mother Earth. Hmm. And these bikes leave this... If you said to Hollywood, engineer me a ramp that looks like it's part of the, the local town, you, they couldn't do a better job than Bollock Bridge. And a lot of the bikes, from the time they leave the ground until the time they hit the ground again, is over 45 feet. Yeah. Wow. Dang. So watching a sidecar oh, rig okay. <laughs> fly over Ballock Bridge yeah. and land... And the moment it lands, it just is completely sideways and it's crabbing because the bridge is on a turn, yeah. and there straight. is a, because why not right? Well, there <laughs> <Why> is <not? laughs> well the launch where it takes off. If you just were to launch straight, you would end up in the corner table of a bar, the bar. called the Raven. <laughs> the wow. problem is the corner oh, the table. That's, yeah. The corner table is on the other side of a 400-year-old wall or 200-year-old wall. Yeah. So there is a, a poor soul years ago that did. In the race, go over Ballock Bridge at
1: to the corner table
0: full chat, and you just see the bike and the human become part of the stone wall. Yeah, there's no survival, no
3: burial, nothing. Yeah, it's just, yeah, uh, just nothing. They painted over it. Well, they um, did,
0: they put a bi- they put a big pad there. Huh, they right. put a pad there. They did the equivalent. They did the proper British thing. Is see that? Don't run into that anymore. We're putting a pad there right. now. These pads, as you saw in the video earlier are about two feet thick or so. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's there to catch you if you happen to go into it. But we saw a, a father and son team come in hot on the sidecar rig, pull into, made a hard left after the bridge. They just cleared the bridge and they hit the ground. They made a hard left. They got off their rig. They left it with the marshals over there, you know, where the fans are. And they got off. And as soon as they had an all clear on the track... They walked across the street from us where we were standing. They went into the Raven. <laughs> they were bought two pints of beer, and they came back out with their pints of beer, and they used the girl who was standing the, beside us's cell phone so oh, yeah. he could call his wife and tell his wife the son's mother because the son was in the, the monkey in the car, the passenger. Yeah. So yeah. they could call to say, it's okay, sweetie, we're fine. Come pick us up. <laughs> we'll be up here at the Raven. Oh, we're we'll just be up done here after here at Bala We're done. Their
3: balls ran out at that
0: point. And what it was is the Sun was saying, you know, this is something they've only done for a couple of years. And when the heat was on and it was go, it was go time, they'd done practice laps, yeah. they'd done qualifying. The Sun just lost his fucking nerve. The Sun mm-hmm. just said, "I'm not, I'm not good enough to do this."
3: Probably the smartest thing he's ever yes. done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: And that's don't feel fucking it, incredible. And there are a number of crazy. husband and wife teams that are sidecar rigs, wow. um, and and he this father son team, and they were doing quite well yeah. during qualifying and stuff. But when the heat was on, the chips were down. The son just said, "We got to pull in. We got to stop." And there's
3: no shame in that. Oh no. no. And that's what
0: happened every single time somebody had a technical, a mechanical, or just fucking blew it or whatever. As soon as they got their helmets off, the crowd went apeshit. I was gonna say, good. There's such a positive energy there. You can't. You can't make fun of. You can't pay for a beer. If you're a TT racer, you can't pay for a beer on that island. There's no way. And like he said, borrowed the girl's phone. That was my favorite. My single favorite moment was watching that father and son, who decided they were gonna race in the Isle of Man TT, have a come to Jesus moment, and then go get a pint.
3: So it, 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 cool. you could like cool. outside, cool. you could look at
1: that's depressing. Yeah. But inside, yeah. being there, it was totally the opposite.
3: Yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: and as a right. and as a father who rides with his kids, yeah. Oh, yeah. you know that's the moment you want your kid to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Don't do it for dad. You know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, don't do no, it for dad. Do not tell me later that I should have at the
0: bridge. mentioned.
1: Yeah. Oh, by the way. Yeah. Oh, by the way. Because right with not. those
0: sidecar riders, the passengers, if they're not hanging that way off the car for four feet, when they need to be, everybody dies. Yeah. Right. How do they they sound? Well, the sidecars are insane because the sidecars just have no rules. So the sidecars just sound like all hell breaking loose six inches from your head. That's awesome. It is awesome.
3: Did it sound better than your standard two-wheel? Nothing sounded better
0: than Rudder's RC213SV. So his Honda... The RC, you know, back when the RC211 came out, it changed the whole world of GP motorcycles because it was 211 horsepower.
5: Right.
0: Um, And it was this big V motor, and it was picking up where the two-strokes left off. You know, know, sure, a two-stroke could be up to 500 cc's or 750 cc's, but if it was a four-stroke, it could be 1,000 cc's. And Honda went, "Mm, challenge accepted, and they created the RC211V. Well, Mm -hmm. this is the RC213SV. It makes a sound (laughs) like all hell is coming to visit you at any moment. Mm. And you thought the Norton was loud? I
4: was going to say, yeah, the Norton was the other one. The Norton has a very special
0: tone. The nine seconds when it's running. Oh, Oh, yeah. If it's it's shiny, reflective silver, it's probably not going to make a laugh. Oh, no. Yeah, if it looks like an easy-bake oven, or if it looks like a baked potato, or whatever, if it's chrome... Will not get you home.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, the poor Norton team, man. They, the Donington Castle did not have a very nice. Uh, you know, those motorcycles are built in a fucking castle, people. Mm-hmm. Look it up. Norton motorcycles are built in a goddamn castle. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's build a factory or just use one of my castles. Right. Yeah, so he made his well, castle. Yeah. All right, yeah, Oscar, your favorite, Oscar your, your favorite. So pilot. for
4: me, this this it wasn't the same bridge. It's just watching those bikes going 100 plus miles an hour, making those 45 feet of jump, and just bottoming down as soon as oh it hit Because it usually goes back tire. Not all of them. Yeah. There was one <laughs> guy that went
3: like
2: front
4: what guy tire first so hard. and almost went how, how many went
3: tank over. slappers
0: happened in that?
3: I mean, obviously they have Scots and everything like that, but is there, was there any good tank slappers? And no, stuff?
0: no, no, no. They have Scots and everything. There were tank slappers randomly yeah. at 15 points during every lap. Wow! Yeah. These guys are going so fast on such unloaded and loaded and off-camber conditions yeah. Yeah. that these guys, where we would shit a golden brick and jump off the motorcycle, they when them. they have yeah. a tank slapper, they're just nothing. They're just like, whatever, it'll it pass. Right and they just keep going. <laughs> we saw, yeah. saw sidecars going sideways for moments and getting it back
3: yeah.
0: and just been like... <gasps>
3: Like, you were just waiting for them to flip and just There leave. were times yeah. at yeah, we Quarter Bridge
0: where th- bikes were coming through there, and they were just head-shaking, but they were leaned over in a corner, mm-hmm. head-shaking. Oh oh. And the handlebars, they are locked yeah. lock-to-lock, because the lock-to-lock the lock on these things is nothing. Yeah, right. Yeah. And they are locked lock-to-lock, and they're still leaned over, and they're committed to the run. And you can tell when the entire audience goes silent. Mm. No <laughs> no point of yeah. And everyone just goes... Shit! Did you see that? Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So Everybody what, goes what, crazy. What
1: typically seemed to be the strategy? Was it just give it a bunch of gas and get the front end off the ground so it wouldn't affect you? Or just
0: they just let it float and go? They just let it float and go. Um, it's the weirdest thing. I mean, for them. any other racing I've <laughs> How do you train
1: tried? for this?
0: Again. All right. What well, doesn't kill you makes you I.L.M. Well, and it's also a
4: split second. It's just a... a minute bump that you're just jumping over and and you're in one wheel and it just goes like that. So it's (sighs) not...
0: And that's the thing is you understand like these guys are doing 38 miles over something short like, you know... know, 16 minutes? Yeah, 16 minutes and it's this 16 minute workout that your brain like the whole world the whole universe slows down. Because there's no way your brain could possibly absorb the data that's coming at you. Mm -hmm. And... It's coming at you so quickly that these people must have mastered the art of slowing down time. That's mm-hmm. what
3: that's I was just thinking yeah. about like rally racers, right? Yeah. You got you got a, a navigator and you got the driver, and yeah. they're working together and stuff. Yeah. They're also in a metal cage yes. with harnesses yeah. and all this mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. And they can fucking roll thirty-seven times in live and a lot. Yeah. These dudes are on one bike. Even the even the sidecar guys, that guy's not telling them shit. He's yeah. hanging off the side of it. Right. Right. He's gotta remember 152 billion turns and fucking gradient changes and all this. At 100 and whatever miles an hour, you know?
0: That's why when the race is over and you can walk through the paddock, and where most GP road racing, the paddock is completely locked down and off limits. Right. And you're not allowed to go in the paddock. And you have to have a big red paddock pass to get into the paddock. In this racing, we never paid for a ticket. We never paid for a grandstand seat. We paid for a flight there and we paid for a house. Are there tickets to? There are tickets. You can buy grandstand tickets for about sixty pounds a piece, and then you'll see the you'll see the fuel changes, and you'll see the tire changes, and you'll see, you know, in the six lap races when they do come in twice, you know, for fuel and for tires, you'll see that. You'll be Allen part of that. The island doesn't care
3: about that. The Allen cares about you spending money on everything else. Yeah, it's right? yeah. true too. Yeah. yeah,
0: but like buying a ticket for the grandstand is something you do not need to do mm-hmm. right. under any circumstances. That's the, what noobs do. The radio station that broadcasts through the island, for seven pounds, you buy a dopey little radio that only gets one station. That's AM. Yeah. Right. And you can literally sit a lot of places on the island and get the same commentary that the people in the grandstands are getting. Oh, so, who would do that? Right. Oh, that's yeah. great. Yeah. yeah. And then most of the places that are good spots, like... The one spot we were at Quarterbridge, they would charge you, it was free during the practices or qualifying, mm-hmm. but during the race, it was like five pounds. Mm-hmm. And you pay the five pounds, and then they got mats for you to sit on, and they've Ooh. taken the hillside, and they've cut into the sil- hillside oh. to make it terraces so like have it bleachers. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So you can have bleachers to sit in, which went to shit in the rain and the mud. Oh, yeah, yeah, just mud right. And then other places, like Braddon Bridge, at Braddon Bridge, there's a church there mm-hmm. that has a very good eye line looking up into the turn. They're coming, hauling the balls into the turn, mm-hmm. and then they make a hard left, and then they make a hard right, and they're hauling balls again off into the wilderness. And you can pay, I think, ten pounds to sit there, and then they have all kinds of food available. We chose to go at the other side of Braden, uh, opposite the church, because it was a better eye line, a better sight line for mm-hmm. us. We paid the ten pounds. There was a little uh, a little vendor there selling hot sandwiches I mean, and that stuff. That
3: seems reasonable, though. I mean, it like was that, all yeah. very reasonable. Yeah. The
0: crazy thing about the whole event is. We didn't see anything that resembled scalping
5: mm-hmm.
0: so or price fixing. The backpack Oscar bought was the same price whether you bought it at Bushy's TT Village in the, the main... We're selling everything here at Bushy's TT Village. Mm-hmm. They have their own merch company. Or whether you bought it downtown in the shops on Regent Street or had you bought it at the airport... Or had right. you bought it anywhere, backpack the backpack was still airport. the same price, was even that, at the yeah. fucking airport. Yeah, right. which is right. you know known for which is known yeah, for gouges. Yeah, no, right. You want a cup of
3: coffee? It's seven
0: bucks. Because where else are you, you it getting? No, it, a, yeah. a pint of a pint of Bushies or a pint of uh, Guinness was five pounds at the airport, just like it was five pounds. Hmm. It was six mm-hmm. pounds right. in the beer tent.
3: That's awesome.
0: It is very weird. Like reasonable. Yeah. I think the idea is they don't want anyone. I mean, people are going to criticize everything, Mm -hmm. right? But it could be a game of one-up and ship very easily. All the vendors that were at Bushy's Village for, like, a grilled, like, a melt-style grilled cheese sandwich, like an overly complicated grilled cheese sandwich, was, like, five pounds or something. Four or five pounds, so, like, six bucks. So it was very reasonable, and you got a good amount of food. We got pulled pork at the one place. It was fantastic, and it was, like, six bucks.
3: So what do you think keeps, like, all all the asshole moneymakers that take advantage of motorsports everywhere from fucking with this?
0: I don't know, Steve. I think it really might be that the people that run the race, the people that run the TT, I think that they are beholden, or at least it feels like they're beholden, to the local businesses. They give the contract to Bushy's because Bushy's is the local beer,
5: Mm -hmm.
0: right? Uh, They give the contract. Their sponsorship deals were all very, very rational and reasonable, there was Monster had a huge influence there, but it wasn't anywhere near the influence that Monster has yeah. right. with off-road racing oh, yeah. or anything else. If you there go to
3: if you go to a stadium truck race, it's, it's all it's Monster. Mon- it, the whole fucking you place can't, is Monster.
0: Everything is yeah. Monster, yeah. Yep. and this was like it was very minimal. Hmm. So they did. Like they had a monster stunt show thing that we never saw because apparently it was too wet for them to do like upside down motorcycle trips.
4: But but even (laughs) the prices of the merch and all that stuff, like if you go to any concert of a big big uh, metal band or whatever, it's just like ah t shirts, like forty, fifty bucks.
5: 50
4: they they weren't even doing that. Even though the prices were were the same everywhere.
5: They
4: were they were
1: fairly priced, everything was fairly. The t shirts were no shit, twelve dollars.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think it's the fairies keeping them in check.
3: There you go. Yeah, it's a nice respect thing, though, because you're right. Like, mm-hmm. Price
0: gouging does happen. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. Maybe
3: they so, want
1: you to have a souvenir, take a little extra, and you know, word of mouth kind of thing, and or maybe they're just not greedy.
0: Or maybe they're just like, look, we're going to make an ass metric shit ton of money. Oh, metric. Yeah. That's
3: so, true. Being course, a bucket list item for ninety nine point nine percent of people. Yeah. And you guys experienced it in per se the not the best weather compared mm-hmm. to other exactly. years and stuff like yep. that. Would you go back? And spend the money to do it again.
0: Yes, but I would go back being smarter. So here's why. The technique that I would use, we learned a lot. I mean, every day, we talk to somebody from somewhere else. There's the weirdest magic thing about the island, and that is, if on day two, Oscar and I are standing there at a particular location watching the racing, and of course we'll be standing next to some people, Mm -hmm. and we may... Offer to share a beer or share cocktails or whatever you know because we came every day. We'd go to watch the racing. We'd take cocktails with us and sandwiches and whatever and snacks. That's what everyone does
5: mm-hmm.
0: because again, there's no fun police there. They there's nobody coming in looking in your bag. Do you have alcohol in there? So it's self regulating It's totally yeah, self-regulated. Yeah, it's right? They expect you to do it's that. Utopian. And nobody gets pissed off if you're standing outside the Raven and instead of going in and buying a pint of beer at the Raven for five dollars a pint, if you go across the street to the spa market which is the spa market, and which is a little grocery store, and you buy a six-pack of beer for eight pounds or ten pounds, or, and then you bring it back over, and you stand out there and you drink it.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Nobody nobody gets asked up about it. Right. It's just part of the world. They just want people. And they didn't yeah. raise the prices at the fucking market right. for the two weeks of the year where they clearly could have raised the prices. Yep. That's
3: yep. like Calabra Island in Puerto Rico. They'd save... the is yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. so um, just... It's just motorcycles.
0: Yeah. It's... That part of it's very inviting. It makes everyone want to behave, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And nobody's pissed off because this is a fucking fourteen dollar beer. Right. Right? You know, you go to the AMA you go to the motorcycle show in Cleveland, Ohio. Oh jeez. Right? And a beer is gonna cost you fucking fourteen dollars. Unless you're smart. Well, again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, unless you're breaking all the rules. Right right right? right, right, right. If you're breaking all the rules, you can get away with a beer that doesn't cost fourteen. Here, there are no rules to break. Hmm. Yeah. You just exist. You just go there and you do it. So here's a couple of things we learned one it is very inexpensive to fly to the island if you don't go through london city airport Hmm. so the island does get flights from all over the place and it is cheaper if you're booking company you're working with or orbits or whatever travelocity or whatever thing you're using remember that if you are going to fly into heathrow or gatwick and you're going to leave out of london city airport that getting from Heathrow or Gatwick Airport to London City Airport can be a fucking arduous journey. And it could take you up to three hours, which could fuck your travel plans all up. But remember, too, that most airlines will not book, and this is a real challenge, if they're flying you into Heathrow or Gatwick, they will not fly you out on any flight out of London City Airport that is less than three hours Mm. later because they know of the trouble. Our flight leaving Isle of Man was delayed due to hydraulic problem with the aircraft, SOP 2000. Uh, (laughs) And we were on the tarmac for like an extra almost two hours because of a mechanical. By the time we finally landed in London City Airport, there is no way that we could have made it from London City Airport to Heathrow and made our flight. So we had decided like pro-travelers that we were going to call Uber while we were still walking towards the Uber pickup point. Mm-hmm. We arrived at the Uber pickup point seconds after our driver had arrived, so no time was lost. We picked up a straggler, you know, Hopon. Uh, Hopon had saw what we were doing and knew that we had a plan and had to make the same travel arrangements. His flight was 30 or 20 minutes later than ours was, mm-hmm. so we were in a much higher stress situation. It turns out that from London City Airport to London Heathrow, the map that it gives to the Uber driver, the fastest way to get from London City Airport to London Heathrow, is literally the Clark Griswold tour of London. It's Big Ben, it's Parliament, it's Tower Bridge, it's every goddamn site. If we would have been less pissed off, we could have taken pictures out the window of everything, including Piccadilly Circus, Westminster Abbey, Everything uh, you've ever heard of in London, the London nasty. Millennial Wheel, What time of day of was this? This was Sunday at like 6 uh, p.m. Oh,
3: yeah. But wait, yeah. What, when you guys
0: landed, I saw you were trying to go to a tiki bar. We landed
4: We s- landed at 10? Yeah, 10. But that was on the way in. Yeah, the,
0: that was this on way is on in. the way out. Oh, on the way out. I'm on, sorry. The way in, on the way in, we out. had an 8-hour, and this is what we're talking about, we had an 8- <laughs> or 10-hour layover. Right. So we decided to murder the first couple of hours instead of just getting on the London Underground and going all the way to City Airport. Right. We said fuck it. it. I Piccadilly Circus. <laughs> yeah. And there was a bar I've been to there before called Mahiki.
3: Right.
0: And Oscar found it like a bloodhound. <laughs> <laughs> we're just like we're just like wandering around Piccadilly Circus because like you got to, man. Right, right now. Mm. And we're there and it's just fucking tourist mecca carrying these big heavy backpacks. And Oscar's just like one turn at a time, like, Phil, I'm telling you, check, check, go here. And we I <laughs> and as I smell soon tiki. as I saw it, we walked in, I was <laughs> like, I've been in here before. Uh, <laughs> and I realized, yeah, I have been yep. in there before. So uh, many years ago, Renee and I went to that very same tiki bar. Um, and it was a fucking crazy... like a romantic yeah, <laughs> trip. <was there>.
3: Did <laughs> you leave a Cleveland Moto sticker in the... A couple of different places uh, we left yeah, some yeah, Moto yeah. stickers. Yeah, we,
0: we papered the place. well enough. So, okay, things you learn. So fly in. Don't fly in through London City Airport ever. Because the tickets from London City Airport to the Isle of Man are astronomically expensive. Hmm. You can fly in through... Um, Finland, you can fly in through uh, Iceland. You can mm-hmm. fly in a lot of different ways and end up on the Isle of Man. If it has to be Meet Bjork. Could same. be, yeah, right, right. Yeah, but you don't need to be. You don't need to be on the ferry if you're not bringing a motorcycle.
5: Mm-hmm. Right.
0: So if you're bringing a motorcycle, you're going to have to be on the ferry. Right. There are motorcycle rentals there, but it costs about three hundred dollars per day.
5: Yeah.
0: Okay. To get. Probably what you're going to get is a Triumph a Speed 675 Street Triple. That seemed to be the official mm-hmm. rental motorcycle of the Isle of Man. They must bring in containers of those things, which before the event
3: on a tra- or on a course like that is more than ninety. a 90% fucking of people great people motorcycle. A lot of fun. Yeah. yeah.
0: Oh, I could have had tons of fun on that. I there could have had a Grom and fucking enjoyed myself. <laughs> All right. A lot of people did. There were a lot yeah. of Groms. A lot of Groms. Yeah. There were a shit ton of Groms. I have a
3: story about that coming soon. Yeah. A <laughs> lot of Groms.
0: And if, you'd have had me, if I'd have been on a Vespa 250, yeah. I could have had a blast on that. Yeah. That trip. Because then you would have had. <laughs>
3: Probably more fun because you weather wouldn't have about worried about killing yourself. Yeah. yeah.
0: And you have room for your shit. Right. Because mm-hmm. you got to have your shit. Like, no matter where you go you're going to have your shit because you're going to be standing somewhere watching a race for maybe nine hours. Right. So you got to have a bunch of stuff with you to survive that nine hours. So I would change my travel. I'd work harder on that. Do not book do not book ten months in advance. Do not book a year in advance if you're just going to be one solo asshole. Watch that Facebook page mm. and look for those rooms or steam packet ferry trips. Or even if you're a couple of guys, right? Yeah.
2: Like, as long as you're to willing sleep to be away together, from each other. Right. right? Yeah, exactly. right. Just go yeah. and sleep yep.
3: somewhere, and get together in the morning.
2: Meet you at eight a.m. Let's yep. go have breakfast. You could sleep together if you want. If you want, there's more. Look in our house. Spooning is fine, <laughs> except for that. You know, spooning
0: leads to forking. So <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> that is a like that's a really good way <laughs> to save money and get on, get once you get on the island, make your costs a lot cheaper. Mm-hmm. I think that the idea of getting a tent, you know. That is bottom. That is absolutely last ditch fucking thing for me because I'm going to be away from my house for 10 days or 14 days. I do not want to be in a tent. As the people that were in the tent said, you know what? Walking 100 fucking yards to take a shit is never cool. And being in the house was great.
3: Yeah, I mean, even at vintage days, whatever, four days of being in a tent is manageable as long as I can make it to the shitter. (laughs) But after that, I don't don't know about that. It's not
0: too much fun. And that's a big change I would make. Would I have a bike there? Yeah, I'd have a bike there. In the future, Mm -hmm. having the bicycles was a a waste. And the bus, just the the logistics of getting to the bus stops and then using the bus, we were Mm -hmm. losing time. And time is money on a trip. So... I wouldn't do the bus. I would absolutely have some sort of two-wheel transportation. Um, an electric bike would have been great. Let me ask you something. Yeah. So now you have a connection, right? Mm-hmm. So why don't you buy two
3: groms or something, right? You could do that. Okay. Ship them there, Ship yeah. them there yep. and have the dude store them. Yeah. But then you're only gonna, you know, like you're like, okay, I want to ride them for two days. Yep. You could probably rent them out you're for the, the rest of the time and pay for your fucking. You're gonna ride trip. them for
0: two weeks. You're gonna ride the shit out of those bikes for the two weeks that you're there. Right. The rest of the time, they could be owned by that
3: guy. But even even if, like, for the that's, event, if yeah. you wanted to rent them out, say, say you keep them for four or five days, yeah. but also rent them out for five days, and then sell mm-hmm. them at the end, yeah. you could probably pay for your entire trip,
0: no? You could, because when you think about our friend that paid for $3,000 to rent, uh, you know, a Triumph Street Triple, right? Right, for 10 days. That's pretty quick, you know, that's a pretty quick return on your investment. But... Uh, <laughs> It, having the motorcycle was really important to him. Now, that being said, he did one lap of the island. Yeah. So the entire time we were there, he did one lap. Right. He of the paid island. all that money to do one exactly. lap. Right. Exactly. One right. lap of the island. He was but he did get to see a lot of stuff that we didn't get to see. Yeah. He got to do things faster than we did. By the time we'd arrive at a destination, he'd been to two already. Yeah, so, but that's that's, yeah.
1: that's that's like cost
3: versus,
0: right. exp, you know, exactly well, right. and, and yeah. That's exactly right.
1: I think you mentioned earlier yeah. how chill everyone was and mm-hmm. how cordial people were to each other. Yeah. And I think that's the thing. There's so much focus on, on that result, Mm -hmm. on that, you know, don't fuck it up for the guy next to you or yourself. Mm -hmm. And so, if someone who has the means, who doesn't have maybe a pile of dependents at home Mm -hmm. or whatever, three grand, yeah, it's it's still money, but three grand. I mean, that's Yeezy's coffee budget for a week for him and his buds. Mm -hmm. You know, like so, maybe it's not a big deal. Right. You know,
3: and at the end of the day. It's really, like, this whole experience is what you're taking back with you in your head. Mm -hmm. There's no monetary, there's no, like, there's no cool points you're going to get on social Mm -hmm. media. Well, I'm sure maybe somebody will. But I'm saying for most of us that don't give a shit about that, it's like, what are you bringing back? It's, no matter what you do, you experience this. Mm -hmm. And
0: there's no bad end to that, you know? If there was no racing, if there would not have been a single day of racing, which, by the way, despite the rain, we're talking about all this rain, we did get to see... A schedule. We got to see a race schedule. Now, some of the races were abbreviated, right. but we did get to see a complete sidecar TT. Yeah. We got to see a complete... Uh, they were going to completely cancel the super lights, but yeah. they didn't end up running them, mm. which was great. Yeah. We got to see the super sports, the 600s, the and we are... got to see the superbikes, and we got to see the senior.
3: Was yeah. there a guy, Martin?
0: No, he there was no guy Martin. retired. Yeah, he
3: retired. He's done. He's well, long, he's not doing the island races. Yeah, yeah. And but, bombing
1: gravity racers apparently. <laughs>
3: well, yeah, no, exactly.
0: all that. But I just didn't know if he,
1: like
3: he'd he did was it. not there.
0: But this at all? Like, huh. The personalities, for instance, the jo- the John McGinnises. Mm. So like, John McGinnis has an ongoing Twitter battle going on mm. with Mike with Rudder, mm. and so Rudder is old. <laughs> John McGinnis is fat.
4: Okay? <laughs> And old, <laughs> even though John McGuinness isn't nearly as fat as he used to be, right. he's
0: lost a ton of weight, and now they're calling him McPint. Okay, you know, like but his logo is MC and then again a pint of Guinness picture. Right, that's a great name if you're going to be a British motorcycle racer. But so John McGuinness is a very very. I mean, he's he's won Isle of Man twenty three times. Right. Somebody said he's done over fifty thousand miles on yeah. the island. Wow. Wow. Right. So that's the, he's a true veteran or true warhorse. Yeah. And Rudder is another guy who's done countless laps on the island, and he's old, right? Mm -hmm. So he's an older guy. Older, you know, 50 years old, 48 years old. Uh, If you're over 50 and you've survived the island, you're Yeah, right. right. So these two guys have a heated Twitter battle going on. (laughs) And so when Rudder's bike would break down and, and, you know... Uh, McGinnis would go by him. He, there's him flipping them the, you know, <laughs> flipping them the V for victory symbol. Uh. You know, oh, you're in second place. You know? uh, yeah, uh, that kind of thing. And they're monking for the cameras, and they're really having a good time, and they're playing with each other because these are old dogs. You know, these right. guys are the guys that are the kings. They're of, not.
3: They're not making the the the, the hot
0: laps, but they're no. making laps. Well, they and they've they've won it enough times that. They can sit on the Porsche yeah, a little and have bit. Have fun. Yeah. And and Who cares? Yeah. That was, and they're that was, getting paid obscene amounts of money from the electrics. Right. So you know, Mugen's paying Mugen's, those guys a yeah. fortune to ra- ride their bikes. And they're on the I'm Bobby sure, crew. Fucking like, see you later, tour. Yeah. And Bartham's, yeah. Uh, you know, the beer company is paying them a fortune of money to race that RC two thirteen, yeah. and then uh, Norton, Norton yeah. has got to be just writing solid gold checks to the <laughs> to their team. <laughs> Because every time they go out and race, they're like, and broken. You know? So they ain't getting any they're not getting any silver. No. They're not getting anything. Those Nortons are not crossing the finish lines.
1: Saving an ass load on gas, though. They are saving an <laughs> ass load on gas. <laughs>
0: Although the one time McGinnis broke down, no shit, hand to God, broke down on the mountain road and borrowed a dude's scooter. <laughs> Hey mate, give me your scooter. I need to get back to the paddock quick Trade for the next for the next you. qualifier. <laughs> give bonded. me the give me your scooter. We'll catch up later. I'll get your bike back to you.
3: And he got it. Oh. Yeah. oh,
0: I would be the first guy being like,
3: hell yeah, tradesies, yeah. Yeah. game on. <laughs>
0: I get your Norton nine fifty one Dami racer, right. or whatever the fuck it is, and you're gonna take my fucking Vespa. You bet your ass. Done. Um, <laughs> done and done. Yeah. I go, I will collect my fucking bike back from you in the paddock later. Yeah, maybe. Well, but here's Should the thing fast. about the paddock. I, The paddock is open. The paddock is... The Bertram brothers are the winningest sidecar crew in the history of Isle Man, right? Mm-hmm. And these are gods among men. They build the motors that go into all the other racing sidecars. Mm-hmm. So even in the community of motorcycle racers on the island, these guys are hallowed ground. And they're brothers. And they're not, they're Irish twins, right? Um, Catholic twins. They're like, they look like they're a year apart.
5: Right.
0: Yet in the paddock, we're walking around and these dudes are just kind of like, hey, what's going on? Yeah, they're just going about their business, getting ready for the races. They're not under lock and key. They're not where the public can't get to them. They're inviting you in to see their shit.
3: To take a a left turn. Yeah. That's kind of what Motor America is doing Mm -hmm. right now. So, like, I, I really want to. I hope that we can all maybe take a day and take a ride out to Moto America in mm-hmm. Pittsburgh because mm-hmm. the last time I we went there, same thing. Like, the guy that's number one or whatever, yep. you just walk down the thing and they're there and they're like, hey, can I sign the story and check out my bike and do it? Like, they want to involve people yep. to get them kind of
0: involved. It's mm-hmm. really cool. It's brilliant. It really yep. is. Yep. And being in the paddock and having an open paddock. Now, you could tell. After the race, I mean, we're not going to go through the race standings. That's all shit you guys can get on the internet. We're not going to puke that data at you. We're about giving you the experience.
3: But wait, you, you, dev- I saw a picture of you saying, like, hey, just seeing the winning, the the guy who won the Isle of Man TT mm-hmm. have a pint in front yeah. of me or something. Yeah. Well, you have to talk about that at
0: least. Well, the, the, it never stops being approachable. Right. The fact that, these guys are on the island just like you are. So the restaurant that you're in, they're in. Mm-hmm. The bar that you're hanging out in, they're hanging out in. Mm-hmm. There's there is no shortage of camaraderie in the entire crew and these guys are they're breathing rarefied air. They're doing something all of us are terrified of. We'd love to try it, but we're terrified of There's it. There's
3: 32 guys in MotoGP, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And they're probably the best of the best of the best of the best who can handle a motorcycle that most of us would kill ourselves on in one minute. Yep. And yet, 99.2% of them won't race the down <laughs> <Man. laughs> yeah. yeah. So and that,
0: that's, a- like, literally, that's a huge, like, that's, like, holy fuck status, like, right? There's two people on the Isle of Man. There's the Harrison guys. Yep. Um, you know, Hickok... Uh, Hutchie, Harrison, these guys are all GP racers that whoo, came into the Isle of Man. Mm-hmm. They're young. They're fit. They're training constantly. They're doing push-ups. They're on the bike. They are the embodiment of athletes. Mm-hmm. And then there's the guy that we saw on the electric bike that hung it up at the Raven. And as soon as he hung it up, as soon as he was like, this bike's not going to make it, That's fine. My race is done. I could choose to break down three miles from here where there's nothing, or I could break down at the Raven. Yeah. you a point. Where do you go? The Winchester. Yeah. Right? And <laughs> you go to the Winchester and wait for things to blow over. The guy shows up the Winchester, shows up the Winchester, Raven, goes in, gets a pint, comes out, and bums a fag. Borrows a
4: cigarette. Right. But
0: he doesn't get a cigarette from like a guy carrying a pack of camels. Right. He gets a cigarette from a guy who's clearly Dutch or poor because it's a ninety-three step process of making a cigarette. Well <laughs> it wasn't just tobacco. Oh no, it was a game. Right, right. And so but here's the guy who didn't carry his cigarette making rig in his leathers. Right. Right. Wow. But he, he borrowed, he bummed one from the guy standing at the fucking Raven. <laughs> like and he sits there and you know this guy's rolled a thousand cigarettes yeah. so he is not from the i'm fit i ride a bicycle every day i have a you know 71 yeah. beats per minute and yeah. you know at running pace right. no he's sitting there and he's he's rolling a cigarette with one hand cuz he's got a pint in the other hand
5: and he rolls a cigarette
0: with one hand pops it in his mouth gets a light and lights it and he sits there and he's leaning against his motorcycle that just broke and everyone around him is like dude yeah what the <laughs> fuck, man? You're just the coolest guy ever. You just washed out of the Isle of Man TT, and I guarantee you're the coolest guy in this bar right now. Whatever
3: yeah. beer that was. If yeah. they don't like, embrace that and be like, "You didn't make the Isle of Man TT, but you stopped to have a fucking whatever insert name beer yeah. here," when know. those <laughs> crash at the bridge, yeah. when, yeah. I yeah, yeah, when, when I do, yeah, when I do. Uh, when, <laughs> when the father and
0: son team got off yeah. and they walked over to their bike with the pint <laughs> each. Of course, there were cameras everywhere. Yeah, all the right. you know, there's photographers yeah. everywhere, and so they got a, and these guys were cheers. They were you know giving their props to everybody. And the approachability at the Isle of Man is off the charts. It's mm-hmm. crazy that these guys are as they're the best of the best of the best. I, that's what I'll say it. But they're not fragile. They're not so, fragile at all. They're durable think, fucking people.
3: Do you think that the approachability and the humanity involved in this is because compared to the popular sports in the U.S. where it's monetary mm-hmm. and people are like. Oh, my God, it's Steph Curry or LeBron James or something. You got it. Which is, like, monetary-driven. But, like, they're not going to kill themselves. Like, there's nobody going to go and die on a basketball court or a football field. You've lost
0: Dale Earnhardt. Yeah, right. So, Dale Earnhardt is the only example I can think of in the past 30 years of somebody dying in American motorsport and having such an impact that it basically, everyone lost their collective fucking minds, right, Mm -hmm. Right? and so now there's a number three sticker on the back of every Dodge Ram, you know, (laughs) but what I'm saying is, is, do you think that
3: because everybody that goes into this knows the balls that's needed, and the chance that like one mistake can kill you, that all the monetary bullshit, all the like social class bullshit, all that stuff is removed, and now you're just like, I'm here to fucking wow! Congrat! Like, yeah. and you're just part of the thing, right?
4: Yeah, and there's uh, the thing is that there's a lot of respect <clears throat> to the writers, mm. like right, like even when they stop and people start clapping to yeah. you, the fact that they they did as right. much as they could because yeah. of the bike or because, because these because people of
3: understand why they're there well, though, right? And
4: you would think that in any other event, if someone breaks down, right. like all the camera people are gonna start flocking around right. them, or that just people are gonna start asking them right. for autographs and all. The people are super chill. Okay. Just respecting the guy, his space, and then just being around and just being... So you know, now I want to like, take
0: a second and talk about the darkness. And there is a <laughs> fucking darkness. And there's Bring a, it. There's a goddamn darkness there. And the living embodiment of the darkness right now is Michael Dunlop. Yep. So Michael's lost 70% of his male family members. Mm-hmm. Okay. 80%. Uh, Michael goes out there, and it's hard... To, Without knowing his inner narrative, without knowing what's going through his inner monologue, is he racing? He's Wait, racing he and doing. winning. Hell
3: yeah! Yeah. Okay. You
1: can't stop.
3: No, I've watched the documentaries. Like that whole—I mean, like yeah—it's fucking crazy.
0: Remember that he lost a brother last year, yeah. right? Okay, so he's kind of it. Now he has other offspring that are racing. They're not doing as well as he is. He's got you know, you know, other relatives that are racing. But he's the deal right now. He's carrying the, the Dunlop name forward. No relation to the tire company, by the way. Oh. Um, but which is insane. It is weird. Yeah, yeah, it seems obvious. But on that island, the Dunlop name carries a lot of fucking weight. It there has to. There are I motorcycle mean- museums on all three corners of the island that are all not to be missed. Like they're different vibes. One is like your grandpa's motorcycle basement. Yeah. Um, the other one is a big, massive, kick-ass, cool museum, and there's the ARE museum we didn't get to go to because mm. it was race day. But anyway, I digress. Dunlop travels from the paddock to the grid carrying track stands and a cell phone to his ear, hat pulled down, looking straight ahead. Yeah. I'm invisible. Don't talk to me. Mm. Okay? The guy we were hanging with was an autograph hound, so he got a Manx flag Got a manx flag, got a, a silver pa- paint pen, mm-hmm. and went around to all the different racers, and he collected autographs, and he collected autographs from all the different racers.
3: Which is, I mean, like that's that's, that's a pretty, that's a thing that people do. People do it, and right.
0: the, the riders are so sweet about it. Right, the riders are great. But a, a using you know an anecdote about that is, at some point he was he made it his goal his unicorn. Oh, to get the Dunlop then. his Albatross was to get the Dunlop signature. And he went to the you know, he goes to the BMW and BMW does not have an 18 wheeler like all the other ones. BMW has a circle of 18 wheelers. <laughs> I'm sure. They decided the ground at the Isle of Man was not flat enough for them and they brought out car- carpenters who leveled the Isle of Man for them. Mm-hmm. So they could have a flat floor well, it's in the area of the or Exactly. How many Starbucks world.
3: bikes do they have to pay for that? A that's lot. Fine. Yeah, so right. yeah.
0: Just so BMW has got a hell of an Isle of Man budget <laughs> when it comes right down to it. So he hung around, and there was this child, a little girl that was waiting for autographs, and mm-hmm. she'd clearly, you know, as Manx, and whatever, she's a kid, and you know, I want to get autographs, yep. and that's kids do that. It's a big thing there. Right. I mean, it's it's the circus comes to town once a year, right?
3: They probably saw him on eBay. Good for them. Five well, for whatever. Them. Yeah, but, it doesn't but matter.
0: That's their game. Right. That's what they're into. And this island is a very old island. Anybody who's seen the documentary knows that the the scoreboard is still written on slate. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, by the Boy Scouts and stuff. So, he hangs out, and there's this little girl there, and he's like, "Hey, little girl, why don't you just run in there real quick and get this signed for me?" Like he'd given up waiting. He'd waited for hours and was gonna bring elicit or enlist the help of this girl to go in. Who could who could resist the adorable little girl? He did not end up getting Michael Dunlop's mm-hmm. autograph. And, he
1: lost his flag.
0: Well, <laughs> yeah. but here's the problem is our landlord, a.k.a. taxi driver, knows people on the island. And very quickly, like a couple of days after we got there, I got a text from him that said, here's a phone number for my mate Ian. He can get you a face-to-face meeting with Michael Dunlop. And I thought about it, and I am not, like, I don't want to go and...
3: You're not a, a fanboy. You're Look, man, va- you're a, a, I
0: respect the shit out of these fuckers. Right. They're, they're on a whole different level than I am. But you're not a fanboy. And man. I don't want to get in there and ask him some fucking bullshit questions that, mm-hmm. that 50 other assholes have asked him. Right. And I don't have any unique material for him, and honestly, I can't even put myself in a position where he is where this particular fucking road that we're standing on has taken so much of his family away, right. and he's still here yeah, you're right. because of some ghosts or some
3: shit. What would you say? Like, anybody listening to this, what Rick, would you say to that? I, I was right. literally
0: thinking, I was like, we get this message that's like, call this number, and he will get you in for a one-on-one with... With Michael Dunlop. And I was right. like, what am I going to do? Go in there and be like, why do you still do this? Right. What's wrong? Like, what is fucking wrong with you? <laughs> yeah. Why aren't you shooting your fucking sperm into a cup to save your family history? Direct. You know? <laughs> right? Why aren't you just going out and getting your wife pregnant and making more Dunlops? Right. Right? Because then you
3: got like five or six out of ten that right. might make it. Oh, or whatever. fuck, yeah, man. Right.
0: Yeah. But it's like, old I can't. You got to have 50 kids. Yeah. That is not. I mean, you guys are all clearly so Manx. Guy. You're all clearly Manx superheroes, right? Every Dunlop, like the Dunlop DNA, only makes superhero motorcycle racers. So get off the track. And make some more Dunlops because we right. fucking run out. We nearly run Christ, out of Dunlops. Right, retreads are killing. Us. Right, exactly. <laughs> so that's the only thing I would say. And if he punched me in the face after that, he deserves to. Thank you, sir. Right, but that would have been right. pretty fucking. That might have been worth it. Yeah, it might uh, have but been again, might have been worth it. Might have been, <laughs> been <laughs> worth it. Do, been worth okay, it. how about this? <laughs> do I want to be the guy that go in there and say something or has some fresh new take what? that throws him off his bubble and causes him to wreck? Yeah, yeah. yeah He's right. you're thinking about Phil, the whole Phil time. Phil from Cleveland Motorcars, him and that guy.
3: No, <laughs> CNN, <laughs> Fox News—they finally agree on something. Phil Waters is the most hated person in the United States.
0: <laughs> the it's about to get worse. Oh no, no! Oh no! So Sunday, when we were walking around the course and it was raining and there was nothing happening and there's just nothing to be done or had or whatever, and we're just <laughs> roaming around the pits and roaming around the paddock and just doing, you know, being assholes, sneaking around places we shouldn't be. Groupies. Earlier on, when we got our lap of the track, we'd had our lap of the track, Dave, the souvenir collector, whether it's a big giant Cape buffalo or a giraffe or Michael right. Dunlop's signature, um, he said to our cab driver, he says, is there any way you can get me a slate? Oh. A slate uh, the from the scoreboard. Son of a <laughs> Is there any way you can get me a slate from the scoreboard? And our cab driver, who's a guy who's seen some shit, I might add, yeah. who recently ran into a tree. go oh, ahead. Yeah. That fell down on the road surface, the racing surface, at, you know, five thirty in the morning when a big storm came through. And we saw
4: the tree and, and we, we saw the tree. Up.
0: Yeah. And the tree's <laughs> way bigger than anybody in this room. Like it's a monster tree. And so our fucking cab driver, who probably would say yes to damn near anything, said, I don't know about that. Like that's gonna take some doing. He seems like the fixer kind of guy can get anything, right. yeah. but he was like, that's going to take some doing. So Oscar and I were walking around the paddock, we were walking around the grandstands, we were just walking around places that we shouldn't be, and I said, I got an idea, let's go over to the scoreboard. No, no.
3: <laughs> oh, that's where you got the fucking 69. I stopped the recording at no, this point. No, no, no. no, no. no, no, no. <laughs> no Somebody I gave safe. him. I saw, the, I saw
0: it. 19, 19. Some. Yeah. Now, here's why this is scary, though. Oh, God. Because we oh, got this. No. And we got the smaller ones for Oscar and Dave. So, you know, Dave, they wanted to have their, their slates. Mm. So we pulled off a pretty interesting little heist, right? And it was. You know, it was all an innocent. It's not like we broke into anywhere. We didn't choke a boy scout or a girl scout to get this. Yeah. Um, these were uh, <clears throat> these were off-casts. You know, um, and for the record, they're not really slate, by the way. Uh-huh. That's the back gotcha. of it. They do what have. Say hello. What? <sighs> it's know. <Mason idea>. No, <laughs> he just he put it in there. <laughs> I just put it on there to remember it. Oh. Um, yeah. So anyway, but this <clears throat> is what's important. Yeah. Is this was stolen on a Sunday, and then Monday. See now that board would indicate racer number nineteen and racer number 19's times. Yeah, right. Gotcha. Racer number nineteen was Daily Matheson. Oh,
5: Come
1: on! Oh no, no! Nicely no. played, sir. No,
0: not nicely played. Not very unlike, scary. Yeah, on very scary.
1: Yeah. Spectrally played, but
0: yeah. Yeah, I mean, scary. when we took when I stole that, I did not know the guy who was number nineteen was going oh, to die is the next day. This just a little day. bit of yeah, wow. no, 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 okay. It was before so. The were they flight? were
3: they, like a big pile of slates? Oh, this is no, before...
0: The, Historically, like chronologically. Yes. Not linked. Oh, God. So, so, so when we, we found out that Daley Matheson had perished, and we found out that he was rider number 19,
1: yeah.
0: it was a little freaky because every other rider could have crossed that plate, and they would have grabbed their number and put it in there. Right. But he didn't have a number to put in so there. So
3: they just dinged it. Holy before oh, the fact, yeah. Geez. So when you posted that, I had no idea the relevance of it. Yeah, I was just like, ah, and everybody's like, "Oh, that's so and so." I was like, ah, "No, what,
4: when he posted, it was way before the yeah. the actual race." We posted it
0: before the race, right? Well, so we're insane. sitting there, and three of us, and three of us in the entire sixty thousand people on the island, three of us knew that I had prior to him ever crossing the line, or prior to him even taking off to race, but. Uh, it just so happens, the number that I had pulled out of dis- this pile of discarded numbers right. happened to be his number. So, so,
4: so while the yeah. the race was, yeah, that was going right. on, they, they it was gonna it was supposed to be a, a four lap race, yeah. And, and on, on after the second, they were starting the third one. Yeah. That's when the accident happened. He crashed on the third lap. They didn't give any details. They just said there was an accident on such a turn. They didn't say who. No. And so we were. They stopped the race, yeah. and they were trying to prep for the next one. And, and looking, they don't give you any information. No, they just, they, they pin it down. Wow. And then I started looking into the uh, the, the, the stuff online. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, I, I see the picture. By by the time they, they posted who the person was. And then I see the picture of his bike. And okay. I was like, oh, no. 19, yeah. Hey, so basically, <laughs> So
3: basically what's going on is, yeah, was, if you purchase cash, a $25,000 motorcycle from Cleveland Moto, huh. you might get... The look 19 the no, slip. no, that's that's mine oh, forever. No. That's it. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's the keeper. only souvenir that's that I brought back that I give you know, a shit that's, about. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, so right. wait, so you got that, but what did collector guy get? Not a zero. We well, got all those signatures. Yeah, got
0: I mean, and he, he collected coins and stuff. Weirdest thing, Isle of Man. The Isle of Man has its own currency. Yeah. Now it's the same value as a UK pound. It's, pound. it's tied to the pound f- financially. But you can come onto the island. You can spend pounds anywhere you want. You, sterling. You can spend sterling anywhere you what want. What U.S. Island. dollars? Okay, <gasps> you pull one of those. No, no. no. U.S. dollars no. useless there. Really? Right? It's yeah, all pounds. Yep. But um, you can spend sterling anywhere on the island. You're gonna get your change back in Manx pounds, right? <laughs> and Manx, though, Manx currency is not valid anywhere <laughs> off the island. So yeah, pretty clever, huh? <laughs> so all these assholes come onto your island, and what are they bringing with them? They're bringing with them sterling.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Right? And every time somebody spends something, you give them back Manx Thanks. currency that can't leave the island. It's like, tell right? to
2: use it. So you <laughs> end up with
0: a whole lot of people that are sitting That's there going, awesome. Shit, I got 62 fucking Manx pounds in my wallet. Now they're they're different. Yeah. I mean, they're different. They're pretty cool. <laughs> and so when,
3: if you're at the airport and you want to leave, and uh-huh. you want to transfer... Like, you're like, I have... Say you were like a baller and you have 5,000 minx pounds. And you well, want first of all,
0: at the airport, you're going to have a goddamn hard time doing that because we couldn't find the fucking place at the airport to change money. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> they don't make it easy. But um, if, you,
3: if, if you found the place and yep. you had 5,000... You'd say, probably have to go to the banks before you got to the number, airport. even number, 10,000 mm-hmm. just for like yeah. math reasons. What would you get in sterling pounds?
0: Significantly less. Probably, mm-hmm. You'd probably lose 15 points. Okay. Yeah, you'd probably lose fifteen. So they've ensured the survival yeah, of. The- they sure have. Yeah, and, and well done, yeah. gentlemen. And the Isle of yeah. currency does kind of look like somebody printed it at home. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> if please somebody... tell me you brought one home. No, I didn't. I, oh, I brought home. Uh, I have I brought home twenty pence because it has a cat on it. You know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'm not sentimental about the <laughs> currency. But <laughs> it is funny when we got there, we went to the ATM. As soon as we went, popped the card in, hit the ATM, and took out. You know, like. 200, you know, 250 pounds. I'm looking at it, I'm like, having just handled Sterling, mm-hmm. which is like a hologram and a clear window and a magnetic strip. Nice, and, yeah. And, you know, if you hold it the right way, you can see the queen naked. Like, all this different stuff, like anti-theft, anti-copying shit. You get the Isle of Man pound, like 20 <laughs> so, pound note.
3: They're printing it on a fucking, like, two-color...
0: F- I think they're printing it on old newspapers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kachukka, kachukka, kachukka. Like, if somebody said... There's a guy at the dock, and he's printing up <laughs> yeah. these shit on his laser printer at home. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, because he you needs know? the seawater. Right, exactly. Like, it was not high quality, uh, counterfeit-proof notes. Mm. That's but it was that kind of thing that it made us very aware of our spending. So that we were like, "Oh shit, you know, we only got a day left. We might as well only hit like forty pounds or so. You know, don't want <laughs> right. to don't want to yeah, go at too that too yeah. big." And. Uh, <laughs> But it is, uh, you know, your credit cards are good everywhere. Every, you know, everything works just fine. There's not a problem. Did you have to problem. Call ahead on any of that?
3: Did you have to no. notify
0: you? No. Uh, we, we did. I think we just did. Just out to be of safe. Common courtesy <laughs> yeah. Dude, if dude, you're at yeah.
3: the Island, man, your credit your card company says, a fuck yeah. That's what you get. You get I a text just, message that says, <laughs> fuck yeah, <laughs> man. I just uh, know when I went to
1: Baja, things were not the same. <laughs> no, they're not. Uh-uh. <laughs> you know, like no, you, Baja's not the You need same. to have a pocket yeah. full of some serious money. Well, that, uh, that's probably
4: one of the things that, would, that it might be a good thing to do is to get sterling before you hit London because
1: uh, the exchange rate
4: at the airports. Oh, yeah. God. Bonkers. They screw you over so hard. Yeah,
0: that is the one thing I can absolutely tell That's you. That's the one thing if to do. If you are in an airport in England, do <laughs> not purchase all the bank, all the ATMs in Don't the entire building, <laughs> despite being different colors, are all the same system. <laughs> oh, yeah. And they're all like a fifteen percent transaction, Holy like shit, the loss yeah. on your transaction yeah. is a fifteen percent. And then there's a five to ten pounds service fee wow. on top of wow. that. Yeah. They, right. it's, it's, it's harsh. Yeah. It's pretty vicious. Oscar and I tried uh, numerous different ways I to like, change money before we got on the tube and what we realized was his credit cards didn't work on the tube and mine did. Hmm. So for some reason hmm. his credit cards were not functioning on the tube and mine did. So I was able to just purchase our tube you know, tube fare, no yeah. problem. But so, in the aisle
4: yeah. my work his fine. Worked fine. It was once just got the, the
0: line, just the tube ATM. was the thing that didn't work cool. I think it was we got into an ATM that didn't have ten different ways to siphon money
2: off yeah. of your, off your yeah. transaction.
3: So Once his we were got like, your, your, your bank was like, fuck yeah. right. you. Right. We're yeah. not paying all this right. shit. My yeah. bank was, so was like, yeah, fuck <laughs> it. Give him all the money. I don't care. <laughs> Bend him over. <laughs> yeah.
0: Game on, Pocahontas. Uh, oh, it was shit. pretty, yeah, it was pretty pretty vicious in that way. Wow. But I could, like, all the stuff that we did, we hit the museums, we did some castles, we did all, there's a lot of other things to do on Isle of Man too when it's raining. So we did a lot of that stuff. Here's takeaways though. Takeaways are that everybody was painfully friendly.
5: Yeah.
0: There was not a single dickhead on the whole fucking island. Like we never ran into one cocksmoker. Mm-hmm. Like not one dude that was like mean to us or didn't want us to have a good time. Well, we'll
3: think about this outside of the 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 us right now, right? Mm-hmm. You're basically like if there was like a porn collective that was like weird, yeah. you'd be like I only like this girl with one leg yeah. and this arm and this. Super to We're all going to compile onto this one island. Right. So, like, when you get there, yeah. it's pr- highly likely you're going to get along with a lot of fucking people. Very few Harley Davidsons. <laughs> right. Like,
0: <Yeah>. super few. <laughs> right. Um, I would actually say there might have been more Harley Davidsons than metric clone Harley Davidsons. Mm. Mm. Because mm. the people okay. that are on Harley Davidsons are actually on Harley Davidsons. Right. right. Where once or twice we saw metric or something. Right, right. Yeah. exactly. And shit tons of like big Suzuki 1300 and 1400 uh, standards. Hmm. Like, this is where multistratas yeah. play freely. Africa twins. Africa twins everywhere. Indians. My brother. A whole lot of like, Hayabusas. Like, oh, really? Yeah, but, everywhere. Like Supermoto. But, <clears throat> Hayabusas with full G V luggage. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Nice. And, Hayabusa. T- t- truly which yeah. the thing about, That's the only time you use I it. I think we talked about this yeah. like twenty five podcasts. It's the correct ago. application.
3: It is the correct
0: application yep. of a Hayabusa. It's when put you put some, get some get fucking the,
3: bar risers yeah. on it, put yeah. bags on it and tour the country. We saw right. them
0: yeah. everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. 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 They were truly like Autobahn beating Hayabusa it's just, <laughs> right, like, right. just like hold it yeah. 150 and let it rip. So, yeah. no
3: like 14 inch extended swing arm Hayabusa Fuck no. No, mm-hmm. and there were no fucking cat, uh, or no, sorry, Bobcat pictures on the side. Or anything there like. was
0: <laughs> nothing that resembled an Orange County Chopper bike. There was nothing <laughs> right. that resembled a Donk with a big 32 inch front wheel. Right. There was nothing. It was the only motorcycle event I've been to in 10 years where every bike that we saw looked like it could have been ridden across
2: Europe. What about leather tassels? Nothing. No man no, buns. No, no man buns. This, no no, no this could be nothing. sensitive in some yeah. ways, but how was the yeah.
3: diversity of the crowd?
2: Oh, well, for the longest time
3: we <laughs> were convinced that Was Oscar <laughs> the only person? <laughs> for a while, I'm, yeah. For like the first
0: nine days, we were pretty certain that Oscar was... The man. The, the darkest Latin, person on the island. Yeah.
3: You're the only Latin man. Yeah. Well, we did. We, we didn't find into, some
4: other. Yeah,
0: some The weird <laughs> thing was, it's like uh, we're trying to say that, which you, didn't
3: help your cause against fucking super guy, super manly guy at your your place. Oh yeah, because you brought a Latin <laughs> man <laughs> with you, <Right>. that's <laughs> very attractive and dark skin. And exactly.
0: Like, I'm not gay. I'm just here <laughs> with the Latin man. I just you know. showed up with a beautiful Latino. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey <laughs> right, uh, don't now here's me. the here's the funny <laughs> thing is. Let's just say we're standing at Quarterbridge Bridge watching a race. Right? right. And standing next to us are these people from, you know, Australia. Mm-hmm. And standing the other way are the people from Norway. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, that's a lot of white people. Okay. Now, that's a lot great. Of white Five days later, we're at Ballock Bridge, 20 miles away. Right. Or whatever, watching the racing. And as we're watching the racing, who happens to walk up to us? <laughs> but. The Norwegian guys from day two. <laughs> Did I tell you that there's 80,000 people or 60,000 people scattered over an island that is something like you know 200 square miles? Right. I haven't done the math. And you're hitting all the same people. And yet yeah. you're somehow seeing the same individuals multiple times. Yeah. We ran into people on day one and then ran into them again on day eight. Mm-hmm. We ran into people on day three and ran into them again on day five. We ran into people at one place and then saw them at the museum yeah, two groups. days later. It wasn't just wow. a couple. Oh, boy, it was well.
4: a lot. It was freaky That's because we met most people yeah. multiple times Across the... Island. Mm-hmm.
0: And now we didn't... It's not like we met 10,000 people. No. We, and we met about 40 people. But of those you, 40 people, we saw 30 of them multiple occasions.
3: And yeah. you weren't on a schedule. Like no. You no, on, no, 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 like, no. That's the weird part. No. Like, it yeah. wasn't like you guys signed on to a no. tour group. Exactly. That like, right. Oh, that's oh yeah. we're, right. 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 we're the yeah. tour like bus You guys thing thing, were right. on your oh, own. Oh, totally yeah. yeah, right. We're
0: freestyling. We're totally freestyling. And we end up running into the same people at different locations. That's bizarre, yeah,
5: that's cool.
0: and you know the guy that was the pilot for the CHP. That's Kisma, man. We, we Kisma ran into in it. There, Kisma? yeah, yeah Kizma, yeah, Karma and Kizma. The uh, we ran into that cat, and I'm shooting pictures, and Oscar's like, "Hey, we know that guy," <laughs> and I'm like, "Shit, the guy was like 100 meters away," and I was like, "That fucking that's that's You're fucking Kazi, yeah. yeah," and I was like, "That's the CHP guy." Shit, I'm gonna go go say hi to him, and I go down talk to him, and he's like, "Well, we were just talking about you," and I was like. That's fucking hilarious, man. Yeah. Like
3: <laughs> We traveled like 25,000 miles to be here, and now yeah, yeah. we're all fucking mm-hmm. bumping dicks.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, and we met one guy who's from Knoxville or Nashville? Knoxville. We met a cat Knoxville. from Knoxville who's you know, Matt. traveling around. <laughs> hey, Matt, Matt Snow. Uh, Matthew Snow. Matt Snow. We met him. He's traveling around. But when he hitched on to us for a while, we went up to this town called Peel, where the yep. car comes from. Yep. And we went up there, and we just kind of—he just kind of glommed onto us. We went and saw an amazing castle, learned a lot about the history of the island because it was a rainy day. There's no racing, right? And we got to see this—the world's smallest motorcycle museum. It's—it's it's way smaller than like our bathroom, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and it was quite tight. And so this cat just kind of like fell in with us. It was just funny. He just became one of our, like, yeah. he was our third guy all of a sudden. Yeah.
5: Hey, how you doing?
0: But he is from fucking Tennessee. Oh, nice! Like, everything he says is from Tennessee. Yeah. You can't not know he's from Tennessee. Yeah. That motherfucker comes into a room and he's from Tennessee. Yeah. <laughs> we got in this little pub, this cool little pub. And we're in this cool little pub. And that dude from Tennessee ran into a motherfucker from Texas. Oh, no. <laughs> oh,
3: boy, it was game on then. let me tell you.
0: In the middle of fucking
3: some island in the oh, middle of fucking Europe. And these fucking assholes. All right. Go.
0: Oscar and I disappeared. We literally... If, if you could have just been like, smoke bomb, smoke bomb, gone. We were gone. We were like, and we're out now. Thank you. We have it from the tower that we have permission to leave? We do. Yeah. These two guys have found each other. I got off the bus to take a piss, came in here, realized, that, you know, the beer ain't too bad. I sit down, I got some Willie Nelson on the jukebox. You know, and I was like... And they're singing along. They start singing along to some shit. And I was like, oh, my God, this is the perfect opportunity to unfuck. To left, I was like, let's unask the AO right now. And <laughs> we did. And and it was like, mm. whew, that was great. That and, was- <laughs> and it turns out then when we talked to some other people, yeah. we were like, yeah, we met a guy yesterday. Oh, he's from Tennessee. And they were like needle scratching on the record. These, are, by the way, are people that we just met today. Right. On the bus. On the bus. Yeah. And they already know about these guys. And in the fact that we have only been <laughs> on the, the island ID. for about four days, right. five days, <laughs> we're talking to other people. And they stood out that much. Mm. We're talking to other people <laughs> that have had the same experience we just yeah. had, but it had it a day Taking earlier. Yeah. So not only on an island of 60-some thousand people that are all from other places, right. oh we each had literally drank yeah. from the same vat of yeah. Tennessee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was something, man. It was really wild. Oh <laughs> That's amazing. And we were like, shit. And, like, he knew him by name.
4: Yeah, yeah, because he was like, well, we just met this cat yesterday. It was like from Tennessee. He was like, hold whoa, on. Whoa, whoa. Was his name Matt? Big curly like, hair? Oh, fuck. I yeah, like, it was the same guy. It's the same
3: guy. <laughs> <laughs> Holy so, shit. If you're listening to this and your name is Matt from Tennessee, he knows you he are is. a dick.
0: No, he's not a dick. <laughs> no, he's no, totally cool. He's absolutely not a no, dick. He's totally, he he's totally cool. He's not a dick. He's just got... He's just Knoxville, Tennessee. Like, All right, you're look, Mr. Tennessee. Look, man. Yeah. In that island, oh, this, what I'm speaking right now, mm-hmm. is an accent. Right. Oh, yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. This cuts through a room like nobody's business. Yeah. How many
3: times did you hear the word cunt?
0: Not no. a lot because no. most people are on their best, best behavior. Really? Yeah. There's not. Even it, there.
3: It's yeah. pretty. It it's ma- not you will you fucking No, no. Manx no. is
0: very like. Be- oh, and here's. Oh, that's an excellent point. It's not Scotland. No. So, okay. Manx, like, the Isle of Man is not Scotland. Remember that Ireland is very American sounding. Okay. So if you listen to Irish people talk, unless they're speaking Gaelic, which Isle Man used to speak Gaelic, right, and it's just a dead language there, they're trying to get it but back. They don't but have that. They are far more Irish sounding. Mm. They're far because they come from that Gaelic background. Um, Irish people, if you picture like the Graham Norton show and something like that, he's a guy that speaks like a very normal yeah, right. Irish. Yeah. They're very easy to understand. Mm. Whereas you get to, and I'm not talking about like you know Shane McGowan and shit. Like no. I'm talking about people that are. You know, from Scotland. You know, that's the thing. is like you have this brogue that is almost indecipherable. Yeah. And the Isle of Man tends to lean more towards the Irish. Pretty understandable, pretty straight ahead. I Mm -hmm. had a friend. We uh, didn't run into anybody we couldn't understand.
3: I had a mentor back in the day, like like 1989 Mm -hmm. through whatever. But he was a DJ mentor that I used to work with a lot. And he was from Scotland. Yes. And so he had a pretty understandable accent until he had a bottle of vodka in him. Yes. And then he was like, hey, you want, your fucking, yeah, you fucking, hey, you fucking cunt, you want, was and it And I was like, okay, we'll go to the store if you really want to. That's yeah. fine. We can do that. Like, <laughs> it was, yeah. it was yeah. fucking crazy, man. Yeah. Was, no, yeah. just
4: overall, it was pretty chill. And, and we've yeah. met, as much as we've talked about people from from the states that we've met up there, right, yeah. just randomly, there were a lot of people from, we saw a lot of bikes with plates from Switzerland. Yeah. And I met a, a couple of dudes that uh, they. They rode their bikes from Rome, wow. wow, all the way across. Took a ferry to England, and then just ferried into the That's island.
3: Oh, Did you yeah. see any journalists? Like what? what journal? What, what
0: people were covering? Was there any like major yeah. journalists? No, there's. No. You get a photographer's pass. You get a photographer's vest. Hmm. I don't know how you get one. Who you have to murder? Whatever. But you have the same kind of accessibility that the Marshals do. So you're on the other side of the fence. Okay. Oh. So if you're that's a photojournalist, you're wearing but a But they don't big wear,
3: like, it's not like Psycho World is there no. and you see it? No. No, nothing like that? No. And
0: in fact, everybody that was a journalist, a photojournalist there, there was no branding. Hmm. So that is another thing that's very interesting. Yeah, that yeah, it is. It's not really in your face. Because yeah. you never know yeah. who's doing it. Yeah. Well, I think it has to do with the fact that their control there is very interesting. They have. There's people that wear pink vests, and they tend to sweep up the garbage mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then the the photojournalists all wear white vests, and yeah. they're the bibs. And so you have right. to wear this at all times. Be, yeah. So and it's not branded. So the the idea is that you have access based on that bib. Right, yeah. But, yeah.
3: but you didn't see anything because like no. I, I've been that guy because that's yeah. what I do for a living. Of course. Yeah. And like I get the media vest, yep. and you cover up your shirt. Oh, but yeah. at the same time. Knowing that yeah. you usually have something on your camera no. you have something on your back I have no, nothing, yeah. Right? Yeah. And, and
4: that's probably why they're really chill in the paddocks yeah. and just hanging out because they don't have that pressure of yeah running around yeah. and trying to avoid all the paparazzi, not you know, that crap and It's and just super chill. They have them. their own
0: you know Isle of Man does not have its own TV station. It does have mm-hmm. its own radio station but it doesn't right. have its own TV station and they do have there are commentators there that have been to all of them and are like the official commentators for the Isle of Man. And they interview the guys, and the guys all know these commentators, and they know these these reporters. It is remarkable that it is as unaffected, it is as unsold out.
3: It is like yeah. it's like so like kind of knowing a little bit about it and like watching like document like I've been a fan of the Isle of Man yeah. from all the videos I've seen and stuff, yeah. but I've never known anybody that's gone to it. So like hearing all this, it's really interesting how they're taming. Yeah. The commercialization yeah, yeah. of it. Like, yeah. knowing yeah. where we come from with the U.S., where, like, if ping pong gets popular, yeah. they will fuck it up in two of weeks. they will. Yeah. Right? Yeah, absolutely. But somehow, this place where, like, the level of participation and possible consequences yeah. are so fucking high... Yeah. Yeah. And yet people have not been able to monetize. Like, well, I'm sure people are monetizing, but like, yes. it hasn't become com- completely like no. Coca-Cola is not like, <laughs> yeah. hey, the fucking first flat of the week, right. fucking Coca-Cola. You know exactly. what I mean? Like, no, right. not at
0: all. No, there really isn't. Mm. And even when you go to Bushy's TT Village, as sold out as that is, because it's Bushy's brand of beer, mm-hmm. sponsors this whole beer tent thing.
3: And what do Bushies make for beer? They make all kinds of different beer. They make all kinds of different beers. So yeah. when you're there, so obviously IPAs and and are kicking like ass and yeah, whatever here. Whatever states. you want. What, what's they had the a gin and tonic bar and everything. But else what's too? the beer? Like when you go there, what is like what what, what is the There's beer? There's a there?
0: lot of Guinness being sold. So okay. they're yeah. selling a metric shit ton of Guinness. What about Bushies though? Bushies does. They have a pale ale and they have a, a a porter that sells a lot. They have their IPA was selling a ton. Um, is it served warm? More. No, it was actually. Yeah. Pretty cool. Oh, yeah. so brought, it wasn't okay. served. It wasn't right. served hot. I never. I didn't get a beer there. That, and honestly, look, I was buying bottles of gin and bottles of rum. Um, <laughs> we can't get Havana Club because we don't have the best relationship with Cuba, but England is totally cool with that. So, mm. in the duty free, I grabbed a bottle of Vana, like first thing I did was got a bottle of Havana Club. So mm. I got my Havana Club, and then I got some gin. And we, so we were making to-go cocktails, like, you know, big fruit bombs.
3: As you will. As we
0: will. Right. And then, so there wasn't a whole lot of just, like, you know, grabbing a beer kind of thing. Um, Smart man? I was buying cocktails at the Spire Marked um, and, you know, canned cocktails and stuff. And it was, I only probably bought seven or eight drafts through the entire event. Hmm. And the... The one I tried to buy one of everything just to see what they were like. I never had a bad one. Mm-hmm. Everything was tasty. Everything was delicious. Mm. And there's funny, the laws there, seriously. On the Isle of Man, you have a right to a proper pint. <laughs> if you believe that you have been underserved, <laughs> these signs are everywhere. Yeah, really? If wow. yeah. you believe you have been underserved, approach any of our bartenders, and they will top you up. Yeah. Yep.
3: this needs to happen in the states <laughs> oh, it it would immediately. Never
0: I have I never saw one person walking out of the beer tent with anything other than like, Archimedes principle in action. <laughs> yeah. No <those> three fingers up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah it was seriously it, surface it was dynamic. surface <laughs> tension <touching. laughs> all, all of these things look like ice cream cones.
2: <laughs> every pint,
0: the cup runneth over every single yeah. time. I well and It's, it's well amazing done. how good they can walk and not spill them. But um, it really, like, they're not stingy but about that. that. And good. Every meal we had, oh. the, the food was good. They brought plenty of food out. The fish and chips is bigger than your fucking head because oh, you're on an the island. Like that. Mm. Every day you see the fishing boats go out and stuff. No. So, like, it is, it's not a bad place to be. I've been to Daytona. It's not a great place to be. No. Right? Getting food. Sometimes it can be hard to eat in daytime. Unless you want a headband. Right. Well, it's a great place for yeah, headbands. Hey, right. But sometimes <laughs> it can honestly be hard to get anything that isn't just garbage food out of the trailer. Right. But here, the food out of the trailers was all really, really good. Yeah. And it that wasn't just the same me. shit.
3: That amazes me. In other countries, food trucks
0: don't sell this fried right. shitty shit. No, there's there, a yeah. there's full there's, menu. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it was absolutely yeah. a full menu. And the restaurants and stuff, now they, oh, we should tell you, there's not a lot of like hey, it's 9 o'clock, let's go to a restaurant. they mm-hmm. That's not the thing. Mm-hmm. There's hotels, and there's restaurants in the hotels, and there's pubs, but sometimes the pub will not have food at all.
5: Mm.
0: What we learned is the, the Chinese place next door, which, by the way, does serve fish and chips. Right. <laughs> and, like, is a Chinese menu. What was there, 297 oh, was menu lot. items? Yeah. So the well, menu was hilarious. It
4: forever to pick something.
0: It was a comic <coughs> menu. It yeah. was like the impossible menu. But there was a whole section of like proper British meals, mm-hmm. bangers and mash, all the way up to Spotted all your dinner specials. Spotted dick was on there, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blood pudding was on there, but all out of the Chinese restaurant. Right. So the Chinese restaurant love all serve all, right? And then you take your food into the pub. Right. The pubs were all cool with that. Oh, so if hmm. they don't have a kit, they don't have a kitchen. They're okay right. with bringing yeah. food in. Just drink so. here, fuck it. Yep. And that's that's what it and was. Then, and they were very inviting. The guy was like, "Look, you can bring any food you want over into the pub." Just, you know, come on in. Just yeah. order your food there, and they'll even bring it over. So yeah. that was something. If you're going there expecting to see, like, oh, there's a Taco Bell, and there's a McDonald's, and there's a this. No, no. So there there just, was a, to a, McDonald's a McDonald's, and we couldn't, couldn't find it. Well, that makes like, me happy. <laughs> so, like, so
3: that's a whole other positive right. to this right. is that fast food is not taken over. There was no, no Walmart. I don't know. Uh, yeah. The TK
0: Maxx was in the middle of the, the Regent Street, like the right. proper little shopping district. Like, it's walk plots. You can't drive a motorcycle or a car down there. It's walkies only.
3: So when you're yeah. driving around this, like, you know, like, if you go to, like, places like Philadelphia right. or... There's, like, we have a little bit of age to our yeah. cities. But, like, you go to Europe, and then it's, like, all of a sudden you're, like, this building's a 1,000 years old. No, the sheep are in older in du- our country there. Right. Yeah.
0: So, like, how does that mix in when you're downtown? Are there buildings that have been there for a 1,000 yeah. years? Oh, and yeah. Next it's, yep. it's a proper, like, it's a proper European village. Yeah. So when you go into downtown, it's it's a tight street with no cars on it right. with shops pointing in right and then an elevation change and mm-hmm. then there'll be some nice houses that overlook that and then there'll be some more shops up here and then you know an elevation change and then you got the really nice houses at the top of the hill and you know down by the water you've got all the docks you know it's a functioning <coughs> nautical right. and they, it's a functioning fishing village for lack of a better right. and you know there's Ramsey which is up north and then there's Douglas which is down in the middle that's their main port city where the ferries come in. Mm. And then way down at the bottom, there's Castletown, and the airport is down down south. Mm. So, and up north, there's the old military airports that are disused now, and they're turning them to like, go-kart tracks, and they have museums up there and all kinds of shit. Because wow. what else are you going to do with the giant airstrip if Top Gear's not filming that week? <laughs> right, right. So, that's kind of what that's all about up Which there. they're not filming. Well, well they're going to film next year, and they're going to go on, it's all going to be on location. It's all going to be on tour. So, well, mm. no, it's not. It's going to be a show, right? what so the They're all going
2: to be
3: specials. Grand Tour is done. Yeah, they're just
2: going to do... Yeah. yeah, it's still going to be Grand Tour. Which were the best episodes anyway. Right, so, yeah. exactly. I'm not mad about it. It's either. all going to be the Burma <laughs> special, but, but it will be But I did watch again.
3: the last yeah. one not yeah. knowing that was happening, and I was crying as hard as Jeremy Clarkson. Clarkson. <laughs> <laughs> he was fake crying. Yeah. He knew I wasn't.
0: <laughs> I was balls of tears. That was his DiCaprio <laughs> moment. I'm going to cry, and you looked at May and fucking Hamster, and they were like... <laughs> we did meet a guy that lives in the Cotswolds, mm-hmm. next to Jeremy Clarkson, where he felt yeah, who says
2: not such a great guy. Well, I, I believe it. it. Who yeah. would not expect that out of yeah.
0: Jeremy Clarkson? Oh, uh, this guy was a proper farmer. Like he raises <laughs> ex, like breeds of cattle that are being lost hmm. because people aren't buying the meat anymore. And I do have a hot tip from a guy that does nothing for a living but raise three thousand acre farm. That's big uh, for people who aren't paying attention. Three thousand acres is a big farm, and he is a cattle like he is a cattle connoisseur, man. Like this guy keeps these breeds alive. So he's
1: curating obscure.
0: He's curating things. obscure cattle. These old breeds, these British, like quintessentially house. British. Oh yeah, gosh. keeping them alive and convincing people to use the meat so that they can kind of keep it going. Modernize so they keep it, yeah. the demand of it. Mm-hmm. That being said, Hmm. I asked him, as I would, you're going to have one steak. I want you to eat a steak. I want you to tell me what that steak is. You get to go in a restaurant. They're going to bring you any breed of cow you want, any cut cow. He said, black Angus ribeye. Come on. Rare, seared on both sides. And that was it. And I was like, man, that's a guy who can have any cow he wants. (laughs) Literally, at his disposal, he can have any cow he wants. But and that's what he said he wanted. Just Gra- oh, grass that, fed. Grass did fed. anybody
3: <laughs> think that Jeremy Clarkson wouldn't be an asshole outside of the fucking show? <laughs> <laughs> I'm astounded that anybody wouldn't think that he was a dick.
0: I think this guy might share property lines with him. I mean, again, yeah. if you have 3,000 acres, you share a lot of property lines with somebody. Yeah, right? He's
3: funny on the show, but you know he's a dick.
0: He's got to be terrible Yeah, in right. right. Yeah, exactly. Right. So that was that.
1: So, Vile <laughs> so, Man off season, what do you think?
0: Again, we talked to a lot of people that said it's really like. They said if you just go there, to just go there because it's a, a northern island, it's it's beautiful. It uh, sounds
1: magical. It is. Without the whole well, thing. I, it
0: is. I think it's
1: gorgeous. So a
0: couple yeah, years wow. ago,
3: I got hired to go to a photo shoot on Calabra Island, which mm-hmm. is like 18 miles off the coast of Puerto Rico. Oh, and yeah. it's where all the Puerto Ricans go for their holidays. And for their so holidays. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's where all the, um, um fuck, what's the Mexican beer with the lime in it? Coronas Coronas, Coronas. Yeah. That's where they film believe it or not that's where they film their things this one yeah. beach where we were yeah, on sure. and so we were there and it's like you can buy a case of beer for $18 yeah. you can rent a house for $800 a week yeah. and stuff it's it's amazing unfortunately that last hurricane that came through i think oh, wow. demolished really them out. fucking whatever yeah. but it's the same thing like these people like we were the only white people there like that was it like we were like they were like obviously you're filming something right. or doing something we're like yeah and like, but everybody was totally chill. Yeah. All the food, everything was like reasonable as shit. Like, it was, it was amazing. Like, and like, after like a week and a half, like, we had like a serious work schedule for like seven days. And then we had four days of kind of like winding down. Yeah. And
0: I got to know people and just do things. It was so, I was like,
3: we're oh, driving along.
0: Every time we looked out the window,
5: <clears throat>
0: you look out the window and you would have that postcard view. Yeah. The mm-hmm. ocean, seagulls. Castle, sheep, green fields, <laughs> yeah. big hedgerows, yeah. and when were the and castles? sheep sheep.
3: sheep, sheep. When were the castles built? Like, what is the age frame? What of these say? thirteen twelve, or yeah, twelve hundreds, thirteenth century. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So thirteenth century. Huh. Yeah. As an evangelical Christian, I believe so. The dinosaurs were there too, right? <laughs> the <dinosaurs, laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Right. That, Just that. kidding. Sorry. The dinosaurs helped build the castle. Yeah. Right. Of course. Yeah. Um,
0: it was again. If if I were to go back. Um, I'm not saying I won't, and I say I will, but I'm just saying if I were to go back, the things that I would change is I would make sure to have a bike. Because mm-hmm. I could just get around easier and see more stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, what about a monkey or a grout? Would that make sense? It, a smaller bike? No. There's a secret weapon. Oh, what's that? Dirt bikes.
3: Ah! Yeah, baby.
0: Oh, we cool discovered sport. one day... As we were sitting, you there... you
3: posted that picture of the, the thing with all the. Dirt. You were like, "What's wrong with this?" Yeah,
0: it was the girl sitting on the sitting on the. No, top was, of the well, I got that, there. but at the
3: same time, it was like she nine thousand dirt
0: bikes. Yeah. At the well, thing. we're hanging out at quarter or at uh, Ballet Bridge. Ballet Bridge. We're sitting Ballet Bridge, and we're all jazzed up, and we got the perfect spot on the fence. Like getting the perfect spot on the fence is a big deal. Um, getting that point where it's there's nothing between you and the riders except mm-hmm. for this barrier leaning against. And then you make relationships with people around you and you take turns. You're like, hey, you want to take the fence for a while? You get some good pictures. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take a step back and yeah. have you know a beer or whatever. And they'll let you back in. Or and they'll let you back in. in. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah, so yeah, you're, you're get, working so together. You, get a little yeah. Crew. Yeah. you yeah. build a crew up and you work that area. But when I'm sitting there there. And I was like, my people. Two Yeah, And I believe they're plots. Bell Ray. Got it. Check. Poor bastard. And then, uh, so you hear that, and these guys show up, and they're just covered in mud and everything else. Well, it turns out that between all of these awesome viewing areas
3: oh, uh, shit. are these trails. Off-road uh,
0: trails. Yeah. And they have something that's called, oh, I'm going to get this wrong. Somebody correct me on the internet. It's like the right to be or the right to wander or the, wow. the, the right to roam yeah. kind of thing, mm-hmm. where it's like as long as you're not damaging somebody's property, oh, and God. if you open a fence, you got to close it, and if you've stuff. seen it on Top Gear, where they're going in the overland route, chasing yeah. foxes and shit or whatever, you'll see that they come up to a fence, they open the fence, they go through the fence, they close the fence. And meanwhile, they're just driving through people's fucking yeah. property.
4: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's all fair use. Yeah, it's as long fair as you use. don't fuck Game over. on, baby. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So that apparently is a thing. And then they got all these little trails and shit that run back there. Mm. So you can hop on a dirt bike and go lickety-split. From location one to location two to location three oh, to location four. Oh, you're missing all the traffic. And, and all never the dribbles, have to deal with traffic. And only the inside right. of the actual and you're track. Inside you're on the, of the inside. Track. Track. Yeah, yeah, right. You're riding off-road. Yeah. And you're riding yeah. off-road yeah. oh, yeah. where there's no, like, yes. You have to be on the left side of the road or whatever. Like, no, you're not dealing go. with any of the trouble or the parking. Oh, mm. These guys were just popping up everywhere because they had that access. Finish. They had the dirt bikes. So I might That's, think that. Oh, and by the way. That didn't keep them from going downtown. No, I'm um, sure. Because right. when we were yeah. on the promenade, we're on the promenade, and we're like, <clears throat> if there wasn't a race, you could have fun there for five days just looking at bikes. Right. Oh just yeah, just the the wild diversity oh, of bikes. That if are
3: there. you think mm-hmm. about, why would the police fuck with a dirt bike when there's so much
0: other stuff to deal with? Right? I don't think there's anything to deal with. I honestly think mm-hmm. that these bobbies we saw with the big white, they take off their black bobby helmet and they put mm-hmm. on a white bobby helmet. It's like a hard plastic Bobby's helmet that it makes them taller and you can see them. Yep. So it's like there's a cop there. I can go to get help from him or whatever. These cops we saw were all the most relaxed. Super chill. Yep. chill. You know, they're not carrying fucking AKs and, or I'm sorry, HKs. They're not all loaded for bear. They're not the guys we saw at the airport. Right. The guys we saw out in the world dealing with the people were not your like stormtroopers of death. The guys we saw were like, "Here's the white hat." They all had canes. Yep, the walking cane, aka long distance thumper. Mm. um, (laughs) (laughs) They all had their canes, like their walking sticks, which is very gentlemanly. Mm -hmm. And they're walking around, and they got their green vests on, so you can (laughs) tell who they are. And everybody we, all the cops we talked to, were just like, "Hey guys, what's going on?" They were just happy as fuck. Which you know, that's such a dichotomy to the U.S.
3: In, yeah. in Europe and stuff, all the police usually have their cars, like, way highlighted, Yeah, their vests way oh, highlighted. Oh, every police car there is blaze right. green. Yeah, Here not in not the United States, like, what is that? Is that a guy with a, rack, a ski rack, or is <laughs> that a cop? Yeah, I can't tell. Well, what they
0: do for the envir- for the race, though, is they do have uh, posters up warning you, the force is around you. Nicely. <laughs> so what they have is, in addition to their brightly outfitted uh, super tees and um, Africa Twins, that are law enforcement vehicles. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They also have stealthy Africa twins and stealthy Super Tees yeah. that yeah. are just regular Joe. They look just like the regular Joes and they have black jackets on the whole deal but they're cops. Nice. Mm-hmm. And the idea is they want to stop, you know, drunken shenanigans. So they they just yeah. they're embedded, yeah.
1: Yeah, cuz laws only affect the people that pay attention to the law. Exactly. We got to kind of blend in. And we did
0: see somebody getting a speeding ticket so while yep. we were going up it's one of the really racing changing. courses, we happened to see uh <laughs> The, the cops had got a, a BMW pulled over, nice. and they had a radar stop, spot set up because the island is not without speed limits. Yeah. So parts of the island are unrestricted and have no speed limits, but the parts that do have speed limits are brutally enforced, especially yeah. during TT, yeah. because they don't want people racking it up. Mm-hmm. And because it, Boy, I'll tell you, one fucking accident up on the mountain, they shut the road down. Yeah, it's mayhem. They yeah. shut the fucking road down. If two idiots get into a, a pissing match or they run off the road or something, they shut the road down. Well, that fucks it up for everybody. Yeah, you know? yeah. screws uh, up the so race it, Because it's a right. one-way road at that point. Yeah. So yeah. I think
1: that goes back to that whole conglomerate of accountability. Yeah, the thing. mindset. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah it's really it's cool. Good. I think that, so for people that haven't done it, try to figure out a cheap way to do it. Uh, because it is, and if you need somebody to go with you, I'm right there for you. <laughs> the uh, <clears throat> I'll be there. Uh it's a weird experience for people who love going to motorcycle races. So if you loved going to Laguna Seca, if you loved going to Daytona, if you love going to like Indy and watching the GP races they did
2: at Indy, this is a totally different experience. It's radically different. Well, and like mentioned earlier, it's a it's a pilgrimage. Maybe yeah. it is something that you need to, if you're into motorcycles, yeah. it's something you need to do at least once. It is a pilgrimage. Yeah. Yeah, it's, a, it's a pilgrimage. And there
0: is something about it being two weeks long, uh, all told. So you get there and it's just like, you're not just there for the day. You
1: pace yourself.
0: Yeah, you do kind of, <laughs> yeah, you're not shitting you gotta pace yourself. Yeah, uh, we found out real quick. We had about four days of bicycle in us. And after four days of bicycle, you couldn't get Oscar to get on a bicycle for nothing. I was a couple of times I was like, Well let's just jump on the bikes, we'll go down and he was like <laughs> Passive non compliance. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel that. I feel yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh it was something. So
4: But it was it was funny. We did see a um
0: the cub with nitrous? Fuck yeah, we saw a cub with nitrous <laughs> 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 right, like the
3: Cub ninety or something. <laughs> didn't he also plow himself into a wall in front of you guys? <laughs> he, not in front of us, <laughs> just no. before he got to us. Okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he
0: should But yeah, he, he had 180 on. CCs, I think. Oh my Yeah, 180 geez. CC, big you know, big cam, big everything. Nice. And then he had the most ridiculous, ridiculous wet nitrous system that didn't need to be on that bike. <laughs> um, that he stole probably from his neighbor's car. Uh, because it was all car-sized shit. Remember? The yeah. tank was too big. <laughs> the tank was like this. was really just sitting somewhere whimpering. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> back like, yes. yeah. But you know the funny thing is it was in a very non-American way because this blow-off valve oh, no. didn't like come out of the headlight. Like an American, <laughs> yeah. an American would have the blow-off valve yeah. like coming out of the headlight. Yeah. It would have like four right. nozzles. Yes, yeah. it would have four yeah. nozzles. <laughs> this blow-off valve literally was like unceremoniously. Hanging off the bottom zip of the bike,
2: yeah. Zip tied. Zip tied. stole some of my picks. It was exactly.
0: Suitable. Yeah, it was very, very. <laughs> and half the regulators on it were Harbor Freight. Nice. They were just <laughs> completely cheap. stolen off a yeah. of Harbor Freight's worst air compressor. But it functioned, and uh, like you said, he had it well over 90 miles an hour. Good Good enough to put, enough to put it in, in the so. wall. Yeah. 90 miles an hour on, fucking. Bullshit like, stock Honda like, wheels, 10 inch, yeah. whatever. No, they're right? oh, okay. 14s, right? They're 14s, but big. his his rims oh, we God. saw them there with proper big wide Araya rims on them and stuff. Yeah, chopped up, hollowed like sectioned out. Okay, so sectioned out passports <laughs> where you got like a four and a half, four inch meat on the back. Okay, they look cool. <laughs> yeah, they look yeah. really cool. and There was at least oh, oh, a hundred of, of them. Yeah.
3: You also posted pictures <laughs> of like. Sidecar rigs and interesting, like, 750s again, and all kinds again, of there shit, was, right?
0: If there wasn't a race going on, if we just said, we're going to invite the strangest collection of motorcycles right. ever, mm-hmm. but you're not going to get overrun with idiots on Harleys right. or stretched mm-hmm. swing arms. No pirates. No pirates, no. right? No. Exactly. And if if you went into a restaurant and everybody in the restaurant was wearing, like, Revit or Hein or, like, proper... Wet weather riding gear, it's so fucking cool. I mean, it's like, yeah. it's like everybody here gets it.
1: You don't have yeah. to apologize for your gear, no,
0: no. In <laughs> fact, everywhere we went, there were shelves to hold your gear. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. So, every place we went in that museum for Murray's, they had shelving to put your gear on.
3: A quick yeah. European check to US check, yeah, helmet to non helmet ratio up oh. 100%. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Everybody, yeah. I mean, it's a law, yeah. yeah. So, there's like, there is there. If you told them there was no helmet law, it's I think they might go without a helmet for, like, a day. And I think they'd all put their helmets back yeah. on right. yeah. Because <clears throat> there was a certain degree of helmet snobbery.
1: <clears throat> nice.
0: There was also a lot of... We saw husband and wife teams that they were two up on a big, heavy hitter mm-hmm. bike. They'd be, like, two up on a 1300 or two up on a 1400, like a, a big, ridiculous, you know, B-King or whatever. something. Or whatever. Yeah,
3: something. Yeah. Or
0: whatever mm-hmm. And they were both top to bottom and technique fucking road racing leathers. Huh. Like, yeah. r- like, husband and wife. A lot yeah. of
3: proper leathers. A, a lot, lot of lot.
0: proper, not like touring leathers, no, like no. track yeah. leathers. A lot. Like <laughs> knee, knee pucks. Knee pucks. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. And getting it to up. Yeah. And then we saw a lot of husband and wife where she's on a bike and he's on a bike and they're both completely head to toe leathers. in full fucking race leathers. Yeah. 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 With, you know, they're taking it very seriously.
3: Yeah.
0: and, You know, that's good.
3: Yeah, fuck yeah.
0: Yeah. And that's... Better than the dot-approved headband
3: and shit that we got going on. The whole game that we have
0: going (laughs) on here is kind of weird. And those few occasions that we did see Harleys, you know, they were being ridden by guys with full-face helmets on. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was the strangest thing. So, it is a totally different scene there. And Yeah, it's It's very fun, it's very cool. We did see some of the M.A.S.H. We saw some of the M.A.S.H. 400s, mm-hmm. uh, which we're calling a genuine uh, G400C. Mm-hmm. We saw them in their native environment, so it almost, you know, so cool. Do you know how many
3: times, yeah. so
0: randomly... And
3: I can't get into why I've been researching this because something happened recently that it's beyond my control. But it's because you sold something that's no longer available to me, and I needed something <laughs> to go to Mid Ohio with. And things happened, and money changed places, and my wife's probably. We can get, get more spades. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, but in the time frame, there, there might be some yeah. chinesium coming into my right. life soon, yeah. whatever. So I've been on a lot of different websites sure. and like eyeballing things and seeing what I need to do to make this thing not explode in least the four days that I need it. And you're, <laughs> you're fucking videos of all those bikes yeah. live on so many fucking websites. Oh, really? Oh, dude, I you have no idea, no idea how oh, okay. many times that huh. your genuine 400 yeah. video has been like, well, this guy says this, right. and there it is. There it is. <laughs> it is like, I was they're like, all
2: like, that guy's full of
0: shit.
3: Yeah, no, no, <laughs> honestly, like, give I me. am full of shit, but <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> on those particular
0: ones, I went to a lot of trouble to yeah, research No, 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 yeah.
3: honestly, because, like, you're yeah. being honest about it, yeah. and you're doing whatever, like, it in these in these forums where most guys are like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck right. you, fuck you, yeah. it's like, well, this guy said this and that and that. Yeah, that seems pretty logical. Like, I, I couldn't even believe it. I was like, is this the interwebs that I'm familiar <laughs> with? Like, did I hit an alternate universe about this or something? Well, like,
0: I think the biggest thing is I was the only person out there saying, do not say Honda. Well, and on top of that, I think you're one of the few people that actually have them for sale. right. That actually are
3: not just like this is the greatest 400cc yeah. bike to come in at this price. Yeah. Like you gave an honest situation and you said but also we turned this one into a scrambler and we did this and this right. to it and whatever. Yeah. So like I mean it's like literally it it'd be like a thread about it and there'd be like one post about when you wrote yeah. it in the park yeah. and it'd be like oh hey and this guy did this and this and look he made it into a scrambler and the, and it's like this whole thing and it's like wow.
0: It's it's a I mean that kind of thing we. We have no idea. When we produce a video or we produce a broadcast, you can see the level of quality we're going for. Mm-hmm. You, can you can virtually hear the editing. You let Nick out. on a video. Right. I saw What's
3: that. What's that? You let Nick on a video. I did let Nick on a video. Yeah. 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 They yeah. made That's fun it. of my gloves. Every, uh, everywhere. Yeah. The whole internet <laughs> made He's like, of what of are you fucking ha- shuffling hay over there? pal? nice job. They called me a farmhand. They called me a
5: farmhand.
3: Oh, man. But you did have the red little dangly that you have to pull
2: the tie. Le- I of. bought them for fourteen dollars at Ace Hardware. Oh, yes, and they're but good. Those are Roper gloves. That's they're, they're what right. they have? Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Again, I also have no problem with those being used as motorcycle <laughs> gloves. Well, they're are better. better than,
3: than, <laughs> honestly, they are better than most of like the material shit that's supposed to protect your hands and stuff you get for forty bucks
0: from like wherever. Yeah, right. I've got several. Like, see those thors up there? Yeah, they're not good for anything. Those are useless. Yeah, Unless those you're are made out of like, in, leftover in stripper right. outfits. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, That's the same shit strippers wear. Just uh, smelling. <laughs> like, there's a whole trend right now in motocross gloves and, and sport bike gloves. They're literally fucking spandex. Yeah. yeah, they're spandex, and then like on the palm, there'll be like three layers of spandex. So they'll be made out of oh. like fake, you know, hamster hide or something. Right. Yeah. Well,
3: my favorite thing is is when they actually add like a piece of leather thing to the knuckle, mm-hmm. yeah. which when when you fall off a motorcycle, that's probably the last place that's going to hit the yeah, pavement because right. your hands are going down first because you're protecting like your I like the palm. ones
0: that say 3DO on them in giant letters. They say 3DO. Yeah. But then the knuckle pads that are actually 3DO are the size of like a Tic Tac. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and the, like the palm piece that's actually 3DO oh, is the size of like a half dollar. Yeah. And it, you're like, yeah. it's 3DO. Yeah. Well, no shit. Impact resistant isn't really my top priority. <laughs> right.
2: It's probably more the abrasion resistance yeah. I'm looking yeah. for. All right, here's a, here's a tech tip from your Uncle Nick. <laughs> Go to Ace Hardware, find the gloves that are the awkward shade of yellow, fade. <laughs> <and laughs> pick those up.
3: They are thick enough to protect you better than most of the things that we just talked about. Uh, what was that company that...
0: Uh, Cintas. Syntas, yep. this is like... These, these are the Cintas... The uniform uh, people, uh, leather. 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 Yeah. Yeah, yeah, these mean. are like these. You can't buy these in less than a dozen. Those are the
1: drivers. <laughs> yeah, these are the
0: these are the roping the leather roping gloves. But I'm gonna I I proof positive. Yep. This is not from riding a motorcycle. This is from opening crates and carrying motors. Like these fuckers are hard to kill. Yeah. And I can assure you, those will survive long after the oh. quote. Mechanics gloves yeah. that everyone sells at well, Home my, Depot. My, uh,
2: <laughs> my, my Ace Hardware gloves—they're—they're yeah. they're dirty. First of all, because I also sure. used them to mulch my <laughs> <laughs> they're versatile. yard gloves. Yeah, yeah. So there's there's like mulch stains on them. <laughs> well, now there's blood stains on yes, them. Yes, there are. Could <laughs> yeah. yeah. so be there. dual
1: sport gloves at this point. Exactly.
2: Yeah. I think it's right. multi sport yep. gloves yep. Yeah, yeah yep. I have no. I mean,
0: and what's funny is the the gloves that Icon did make for a while that are fully armored. Are that same yellowish yes. color? Dude, I, yeah, yeah. Right. they're the, 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 the bus same bus color, the, right? Yes. And well, they're going out of their way to look like their cowboy roper gloves. <laughs> ah! Exactly, right? Hey, I've got those four. Go. Pairs oh yeah, the same
3: ones I fucking yeah. ride with day. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I've got four pair of those fucking things. They work great, yep. but they are clearly emulating his gloves. Yep. You know. And, Dude, uh,
3: I've had these for... Yeah. I got these when I worked at North Shore and yeah. Omaha in 2000. Yeah, exactly. Wow. So they're, yes. they're going to explode when you hit. They right. might, <laughs> but thing. no, they but might. look at... the sure. part. No, but apart, but oh, I love but the fact have,
0: that they're an, a they're a roper glove. They're yeah. like a proper cowboy mm-hmm. glove yeah. with just super-duper padded knuckles. And a big eye. And, and then no, a goddamn giant eye. But this is the important
3: shit. They have layers of fucking hardcore shit. Incredible It's going to get close. And look, look, all right. They yeah. put a pad, yeah. but they surrounded it with hardcore shit that won't yeah. drive. And right. then also, underneath it right. is something relevant. So, like, you're, yeah. if you, I don't know, they're a good fucking glove, man.
2: They're a decent glove. Like, the
0: idea behind it too. is, <laughs> but, like, the, the marketing styling was, like, everything was, oh, well, let's go with the yellow gloves, because that's what Peter Fonda wore. Right. So, we're going to create yellow tan, yellow gloves, so that our road racing, or our our guys that are doing stunts can look like they're (laughs) low budget. So fuck the fact that it's a $70 pair of Icon gloves. We want it to look like it's low budget. I worked
3: at the place. I got them for 7 bucks. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Oh, those
0: things were on closeout through the parts and catalog for years. Nobody wanted them. Well, in the double extra largest. Were like large, yeah. So like oh, you yeah. can <laughs> order the double extra large with wild abandon. No, exactly. Look, yeah. those X- are double X. Right exactly. There <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. Gear yeah, got, wise, got are a you fuel. seeing a
1: lot of like? I'm I'm always curious because of Europe yeah. versus U.S. versus uh-huh. whatever. Um, and I know guys who will only ride with a gauntlet gauntlets, or yeah. only ride with a long yeah. glove mm-hmm. um, over there. You're not really probably seeing a lot of short gloves. No, everybody's wearing gauntlets. Th- yeah, every
0: yeah. look. Every fucking souvenir store we went sure. into had island man mm-hmm. gauntlets yeah. like the, the merch was on point yeah. um some of the companies that do jackets and stuff there i almost
2: i <laughs> ugh,
0: i had a really hard time not leaving with a couple of different jackets that i saw because sure. like they, they first of all they said island man on them and they were pretty badass yeah. but the second thing was they were really well put together mm-hmm. and
4: and yeah, They weren't expensive.
0: No, they weren't. And they've got a brand over there called RST that mm-hmm. we haven't ex- been exposed to here. I don't know who makes it or where it comes from. But I looked at a lot of their gear, and it's officially like the official hooligan gear of England, apparently. Because yep. every time we saw somebody come in off of a Buell or you know an FZ09 or something, they were all wearing <laughs> RST. head-to-toe RST racing leathers. That's like <laughs> IXS. Yeah. IXS in Europe mm-hmm. is huge. It's huge. Yeah. And
3: here, I bought an ISX jacket that's $790 yeah. in Europe. Yep. for $110 at the motorcycle show 2 years ago cuz nobody wanted them.
0: I was shocked at how affordable like their really fucking nice gear was. I we saw a couple of jackets that were proper jackets for under $200. <laughs> yeah. And they were very nice and I was like if it wouldn't have been carrying that shit home. Yeah. And yeah. me also having 20 jackets already, it was it would have been I would own that shit.
1: Which, like, unless, like, 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 you wear Revit jackets, Mm -hmm. and like, how big is your Revit jacket? I wear a. Extra large in the three season and four season stuff, and I wear a large in the summer stuff. Right. See, yeah, I went yeah. I tried on like, mm. a, like,
3: and I'm, i not. But I don't small, mind my cut stick, no. but I'm not like a giant fat right. guy. But I can't even put a double XL Revit on well, without breaking it's my shoulder. cut versus Euro yeah, cut. it's America exactly. Yeah. Yeah. right. Euro like,
0: cut stuff is I'm in Europe. I'm a double XL. Right. Yeah. So in America, I'm an, I'm, a, I'm a large. So right. I'm a large in America. I'm a double XL in Europe cut. And right. when it comes so. to Revit yeah.
1: gloves, I'm an XL or double XL. Right. Which I can't even afford. My 3s are a, a double XL, right. and my, I forget what the hell other ones I have, my street gloves are an XL. Oh, it's, yeah. it
0: is is impossible to buy any of that it's stuff all online It's yeah. oh, actually European uh, stuff. My son European is wearing
1: cup. a pair of XLs that I bought because <laughs> <laughs> he, they were so tiny on me yeah. that I actually ripped the pull off. Which um, you have um, small hands. Yeah. Hey. No, listen, no.
3: I have, like, you know, to the disappointment of my wife, I have a giant fucking hand, but nothing else represents this. But, like, it's hard to find gloves. Like, these fucking double XL American made fucking things barely fit my hands. You know what I mean? It is weird. It is weird.
0: That was. (laughs) That that was. That was (laughs) was a solo cup. (laughs) Full size solo (laughs) (laughs) cup Um, oh i God. I do think that when it comes to the gear, obviously everybody that we saw there was was legit straight up wearing fucking great gear yeah. I mean nobody showed up with garbage yeah. and any other race or any other motorcycle event biker event i've been to people showed up with the garbage i mean
3: what was the yeah. what was the so you saw all these racers go was there a leather brand that was popular
0: no, they were all over the place mm-hmm. they were all any over the vanson place. or no. Yeah, there was Vanson there. There was wow. Vanson. There was Langlet's there, too, which surprised me. Hmm. Uh, there was a lot of American brands, because they're just industry standards at this point. Yeah. There was all kinds of stuff being ridden. Uh, what is funny is that the Isla man does get... Uh, it's not all race trailers, dude. There's a lot of guys just showing up in a van. Yeah. A man with a van and a plan, man. Like, you'll see cats just rucking up in, like, the old Ford Transit van, and the ramp comes out of the back, and here comes... The motorcycle made of forty-seven different pieces of bodywork, but he's got nine or ten tech stickers from Isle of Man on it. There
3: was a there's yeah. a documentary. I haven't. I, I actually tried to find it now because you were going there. Yeah. And I to, a couple of years ago, I watched it on Netflix. It was like a low budget, yeah. Like thing about this father and son team that mm-hmm. like the kid was like, I want to raise the Isle of Man. Yeah. He did all this stuff. The dad helped him, and they literally like were like they were both taking their two weeks off of work. Yeah. To go Together do to do this, they yeah. had to f- transport the van and all that. They were living in the van with all their food, and it was yeah. a really cool thing. Well, if you
0: yeah. listen to the Misfits podcast and you go back and hunt, search through uh, Yuri Berrigan, mm-hmm. you know he goes out there for the GP week, and you know he did. He campaigned his first thing he did on a supermoto. So if you listen to any of the stuff, he talks about his prep and his getting ready for it, and all the kind of challenges he faced of getting a bike there and using a bike at the Isle of Man and being. Not just a guy from America showing up and riding the Alaman, but a guy that's bringing a knife to a gunfight right. because he was bringing a supermoto bike when really that whole event is all centered around not supermoto. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, so that's a really good thing if you want another take. My take is purely a tourist. You want to go there. You want to check it out. You want to see it as a motorcycle enthusiast, biker. um Bike curious. But that's
3: what ninety nine percent of the people listening to this. Well, of are course, do yeah. Right? yeah. But yeah.
0: the but Yuri's podcast is a little better. Uh, when Yuri's on the Misfits, he's a little better about getting you into what are some of the trials and tribulations you might face trying to actually qualify, trying to actually get permission to get your ass on that piece of tarmac. Yeah. Because that is an entirely different level. Well, think about all the
3: plane <coughs> tickets that, like, you, the guy buys a plane ticket, but he has to buy a second one for his balls. <laughs> yeah. <so> yeah. <laughs> right. and so, it's, yeah, and it's it's
0: also just I can't even imagine the outlay uh, financially of doing that.
3: Were there any women racers? That you yes, oh, yeah. absolutely. Not, besides the the, the sidecars and stuff. No, 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 and there's no, no, no.
0: and there's a, and there's a woman the Maria who's uh, God, I can't remember her name right now. I can't conjure it up. But she's been racing in Supersport and racing in... uh, She just moved into sidecars. And so she's now captaining a sidecar rig, and she's got a female passenger. Oh, wow. So it's a a female sidecar passenger team, and they're doing very well. So... um, yeah, there's and there's no powder puff class, at right? That no, that's what I was getting. Yeah, at. No, there like, is no ladies' class, it's all skill, it doesn't it's all matter. Skill, that's awesome, that's awesome. So,
3: they had a second seat for their ovaries, is pretty much what you're saying. Well, and
0: <laughs> and that entire like anybody out there, I mean, yeah. fucking anybody, and now that the marshals, yeah. the marshals on the motorcycles, yeah. and the marshals in the cars, you know, when these guys are sli- sliding sideways around a turn in a Honda Civic R, right? Uh, They got three other people in the car that are just fucking taking pictures the whole way because they're lucky enough for some reason they won the lottery. And they're in there with a Marshall car. And the Marshall car is like the last thing to go through before they close the roads Mm -hmm. and the last thing to go through before they open the roads. And the last Marshall car says roads open on the back of it. Mm
5: -hmm. You don't go out
0: onto that fucking road until you see it until that car goes past you. And then they move the barricades. barricades Right. Right. Hmm. And these guys are not sparing the tires. And it's hilarious to be somewhere, to be on a goddamn island. And by all mentioned, they are their own country. Right? That's cool. Mm-hmm. To be somewhere where speed is not synonymous with dangerous.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. Where speed is just speed.
5: Yeah.
0: Dangerous is dangerous. Right. Mm-hmm. Speed doesn't necessarily have to be dangerous yeah. if you're good. If you're in control. Right. Yeah. And this whole island is about being good at mm-hmm. that.
1: This whole event sounds about responsibility. I mean, I don't mean to be like. No, you're right. And 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 everything
0: I hear is personal responsibility.
3: That was our (laughs) takeaway. It's
0: not the place you want to go to get like stupid drunk and like and fall into the road. Everyone knows, and nobody likes that. But
3: realistically, okay, it's not like you're going to fucking Indiana for a drag meet race or something. You're like, oh, I'm gonna get (coughs) fucked up and I'll drive home. Right. Like you're. This is a fucking expense and effort. Um, a whole situation where you're planning and doing stuff if you're going there to get blackout drunk you're just a fucking idiot
0: and people do get blackout drunk you know there's a camping element I was I would love there to be more fires um, oh, it's, yeah. a mm. yeah. it's a chilly place. It's a chilly place, and anywhere there are that many people around, and there's, you know. There's I'm
3: sure somebody is, but, like, but yeah. don't you think that like if you're doing all that, yeah. like you can get drunk. I can get drunk at home any night course, if I want to. Of course, anybody right? can. Right. Yeah. Anybody you don't can. want
0: to travel halfway around the to world do the, just yeah. to do that. yeah. No, and everybody was very hip to, like, okay, well, they're going to get the first race off tomorrow morning at 10 a.m which realistic means be in your spot at like 8.30. Eight. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So you have because to get up at 7. Yeah. Yeah. If you're not in your spot by 8.30, the roads are going to close, and you're not going to be able to get to your spot. Right. So whatever spot you bird-dogged, unless you got a back way in, you're probably going to have to get there about 8.30. Mm-hmm. So you're going to hang around for an hour and a half. The one day we hung out in the same spot for about nine hours and didn't see a fucking bike go through that wasn't a Marshall. There was like yeah. one Marshall bike went through, caught air, woohoo! everybody went crazy, lost like- their shit, <laughs> and that was it. And then it was literally, park closed, guys. Moose out front. Should have told you. I mean, mm. it was just, it's you know, it's five p.m. and we're officially calling it.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: We're gonna clo- We're gonna open the roads up so people can get home from work, and we're not gonna close them down again. So it's done for the day. And we're like, okay, well, we stood out here for nine hours. Mm-hmm. But that's the way it works. Right. And if you paid sixty pounds to go sit in the grandstands, yeah. right. congratulations, you just spent sixty pounds. Right. You're not getting any yeah refu- You can't
3: get this stuff right. they can't control it's the weather. It. They can't yeah, control
0: right, it. Right. And no,
4: actually, they did for the for the for the grandstands. They did. Uh, they credited them. Okay. For the next day. That's cool. Yeah, they were like well, yeah, nice. people that were buying tickets for yeah. for the one day, they, so they credit them. But, yeah, that's they just, did choose the That's, but, like, yeah.
1: they're, they're, they're they're that's right. that thing. Yeah, yeah.
0: that's yeah. the thing. So I do like again, just fucking go, do it, have fun. Uh, next thing on our agenda is going to be Mid Ohio. Oh. Yeah. So we want everybody to show up for Mid Ohio. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, it's. I mean, that's that's a big deal. So. Uh, check it out. They're, it looks like they're doing all kinds of cool stuff. Avon's going to be one of the sponsors. So that you like you guys with your vintage bike tires, love Avons.
2: I'm out of that bug spray stuff. Too. <clears throat> get uh, yeah, get
0: just go to Mid Ohio. Uh, yeah. It is. Always a good time. There's never been a bad time at Mid-Ohio. My
3: whole year is planned around Mid-Ohio. It is, really? Suddenly <laughs> mine has been planned around yeah. Mid-Ohio. Yeah. I mean, he needs everything. a ride. Yeah. So.
1: <laughs> eh, we're bringing everything
3: down. Well,
0: we're going to have a camper and a whole setup there. there. So um, we're going to pre-Mid-Ohio this weekend. So uh, For us, Bandcamp is the pre-Mid-Ohio. We, we test all of our stuff uh, at Bandcamp. Yep. And then if we, we learn things at Mid-Ohio, or at Bandcamp, and we take those things to Mid-Ohio. So, <laughs> so if, yeah.
3: if a person that can no longer go to Bandcamp
0: because of parental uh, <laughs> situations,
3: <laughs> if there is an open day, can somebody just ride down and hang out?
0: You know, they do, they do want you to register. I'm going to tell you that the Bandcamp philosophy is that uh, ask, ask, or ask, nobody rides for free. So yeah. we do want you to make sure that you're registered because they want to know that you're on the property. Yeah. you were to get hurt. Right, but no, get, but no. Do they have that, that at the thing. gate or something? But I think they do have a provision for if you're just going to come in on a day. Like yeah. if you're going to come in on a Saturday or something like that. Don't come in on a Sunday because that, no, that's, that's that's, they're going home. Yeah. yeah, that's it. But, yeah, they do have a... Uh, well, well they'll Sunday is the problem. If Sunday didn't exist, right. Sunday's you'd, you'd Father's good. Day.
3: You'd and, be cool. You know, Sunday I, is Father's have, Day. I camp runs into this problem.
0: Some years it runs into a problem with being Father's Day. Some yeah. days it's not. So just tell me what
1: you not. want for Father's Day as a pass for Saturday to go to freaking band camp. That's yeah, that's what that, that's my oh, birthday this right. year. So my birthday is Why band is camp. So bro.
0: everybody, my whole family's like, "What do you want for your birthday?" I'm like, just "Well, go if home you right want on the calendar." Any of you want it, any so. family members who feel compelled to do something for my, my birthday?
2: Hmm. So I'll
0: I'll be in, camp. I'll <laughs> be a new Somerset <laughs> <summer> motherfuckers. What's
1: the mid Ohio? Ranch look like for the week or the the weekend? Is there a compound? Yeah, yeah,
0: we're gonna have a barbed wire. We're not exactly certain where we're gonna be, but we are gonna set up. uh, We're having a very large fun hauler camper, so there's gonna be a real big fun mover camper. We'll get
3: our same spot.
0: I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to leverage a better spot. Okay. But I will take the same spot. Well, it won't be any problem getting the same spot. The same spot is not very desirable. Um, mm. it's in the broad, direct sun, and there's yeah, no power no, there, and you're fun. very right. far from shore. I was the there last...
1: guys that flails around, so we know where we <laughs> are. No, we had yeah. fun. how we find you. But I might have... I, I'll have, have some updates about my mid-Ohio it,
3: situation when I get some fast and all stuff in and other things that I have to do with yeah. my thing and whatever. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I'm going to investigate something that I might not even keep after Sunday. Oh, like, yes. oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: There'll be a lot of that. We just got another mid-Ohio bike today. We picked up a Fling Poo 150 that we'll have in running order so we can ride it around and sell it on Sunday. That's pretty much, yeah. Yeah, we've got two Metropolitans that are both going to uh, Mid Ohio, but we do not expect them to come back. They'll sell to somebody. <laughs> I mean, I'm bringing The black and,
1: and gray one might not make it to Mid Ohio. We'll see.
3: Yeah, yes. right? See, that's
0: uh, <laughs> the black and gray one is fuel injected too. Yeah, yeah. So, so, yeah, I, the, I, the white and blue one is not fuel injected. So,
3: I'm bringing something to sell and something to ride
0: and hopefully. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Well, that's the way, I mean, that's what Mid-Ohio is, man. That's yeah, the whole I idea of everything Mid-Ohio. to sell. Swap. <laughs> right, it's a swap meet, God damn it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that oh, is right. the place where you can get drunk and ride around forever, so. Yeah, it is. Yeah. That's, <laughs> nice spot that's for, my full intention. It man. is the perfect full, spot for that. Mm. So, yeah, we've got some, I've got <laughs> two Japanese micro trucks coming in. I hope one of them gets oh, here before geez. Mid-Ohio, nice. so that we'll have a four-wheeled, you know, but can we do a proper right. podcast right.
3: this year at Mid-Ohio?
0: We can try. Well, we should. <laughs> yeah. that's it easy. never gets this quiet. No, yeah. That's the problem yeah. but that's Mid-Ohio. That's okay, though,
3: because you're at Mid-Ohio. Mm. Yes,
0: but it's we've heard the recordings yeah, that take place. Yeah, they tried to perform.
3: Well, we just have to go in a yeah. spot. We have to pick have Everybody a put a helmet on with a yeah. mic We tried it. to do it in it's a nice. bus last time. <laughs> okay. No, I remember. I know. <laughs> I heard of that. We had a spot.
0: It was called The Bus, the recording studio bus. And it turned out to be a giant disaster.
3: But it was still great.
0: Yeah yeah. I enjoyed was, it. It was great. But like to people who were like, here, listen to this. <laughs> Put headphones on, blood's coming out their nose. But guess yeah, what? They're, they're living mid Ohio. Yeah. <laughs>
3: they they, <laughs> couldn't, see, they <laughs> couldn't see the boobies. Right. Uh, right. That was the difference. We need a hologram. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. That's it. All right, guys. That's it. We went long. Ding, Two ding, hours, ding. 42 minutes. Um, that's all we got.
3: But you know what? It was deserved. You guys went to fucking in the Isle of Man. That <laughs> we give you do- a yeah, fucking three-hour.
0: Give podcast. you a double episode for that. Yeah. <laughs> um, see us at Mid Ohio. Come track us down. Um, there will be ways that you'll spot us. Yeah, we'll, we'll sure. make sure of it. There'll either be helium inflated love dolls <laughs> or something. So leave a, a guy moto
3: guy An Appropriate
1: bike.
2: I think I have a. Oh no! On. I
0: think if you see, I think I'm going to bring all the zero shit. Okay. <laughs> nice. So like, there'll be a zero, no,
2: the, a zero tense, zero flag, zero everything. It's going to be right. zero. Do man. they want to be like represented by us or? <laughs> they the didn't best. say no. Um, <laughs> it's not like we're going to be given demo rights. So uh, so game on.
0: I we're at a demo ride to zero. Your fucking hat. All right. <laughs> All right, guys. Ride fast and take chances. Bum, <pickyÍstift> bum, 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 bum,
5: bum,